Super Talk Mississippi media production. You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey, what's up? Tuesday afternoon. If you're just getting into the swing of things this week... Welcome to the work week. Hope you enjoyed a day off for Memorial Day with family and friends. Maybe a little grilling activity, maybe some lake action, maybe some pool action, whatever it was. Hope you had a nice day off. We were with you yesterday, and if you missed any of the show, some reaction to the NCAA baseball field of 64, a conversation with Scott Perry, a conversation with Mike Bianco, uh, if you need to play a little catch-up on uh, yesterday, you can always grab Sports Talk Mississippi as a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, it is available on demand at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you coming from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, the home of the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Visit them online at dancing dancingrabbitgolf.com to schedule a tee time or to book your trip today. You want to be a part of the conversation Love for you to join us on the Ceasefire text line, as always. If you don't have that number saved in your phone, now is as good a time as any to do just that. 601-879-4395. Again, 601-879-4395. Fellas, do you have your seating assignments for the show today? Do you know where you are supposed to be sitting and who you are sitting next to? I do. I do. I'm sitting next to no one. I made sure to wear an MSU polo today, not to trigger any Ole Miss fans out there, who who, who got triggered by what my choice of shirts yesterday. So I'm in a good I'm in a good spot. Hopefully we won't have any problems. Wait, people were triggered by the Oklahoma State triggered. shirt you were wearing yesterday. They were they were triggered. It was it was it was terrible. And so I told them I would wear an MSU, I'm going to wear a different MSU shirt for the rest of the week, only mm. maroon and white the rest of the way, assuming we don't have a, a remote. Borky, did you notice anybody triggered yesterday? Or is this some revisionist history by Brian Haydad no, who's just it's, looking it's for a some, reason to... It's some dude with an anonymous name on Twitter. Dude is close to the word I would have used. Dude, it, the pronunciation is similar. But anyway. Mm. It's, anyway. it's close. Well, so, uh, here whatever. We are. Okay, you wear whatever three, you want to, Haydad. Rocking the, rocking the three-stripe life today. Is this um was this a deal where you were a uh, was this a Mississippi State fan that was accusing you or an Ole Miss fan? It was an Ole Miss fan. Oh, okay. Well, if you want to join us on the ceasefire text line, you can do so at six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five. Want to give your business the edge? Get gigabit fiber internet from Ceasefire Business, backed by world class IT experts who live where you do, right here in Ceasefire Country. Check availability now at ceasefire.com slash business. I mentioned the seats because. That seems to be the biggest story today from uh, the SEC spring meetings that are happening at the Sandestin Hilton, uh, stuck right there between the uh, the start of 30A and Destin proper. 
Um, so what, just to the east of Old Destin and just to the west of Seaside and Seagrove Google Grove says Miramar Beach, Beach and, is yep. where this hotel technically is. That is technically correct. Miramar Beach, Florida. They all just kind of run together one after the other after the other. Great spot, though. And um, the seating chart emerged from the college football coaches' meetings, and people had all kinds of jokes. And really, the jokes are funnier if you don't know the, the true story. So, first of all, you got uh, you got Mike Leach and Lane Kiffin sitting next to each other. Why would you sit the two biggest troublemakers next to each other? What teacher set this up? I mean, that that's like sitting. That's that's a terrible idea. I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be working in co- working in cohesion the whole time. <laughs> you know, they're just cracking jokes under each other's breath. That's right? exactly what they're doing. Sankey's trying to talk. He's like, Mike, can I speak? Oh yeah, go ahead. So anyway, Lane, let me tell you. Hunter Bucks says Lane Kiffin passed a note to Eli Drinkwitz with the word "nerd" on it through Mike. <laughs> just Leach. said "nerd." <laughs> like, hey, will you, uh, will you will you pass this to, this to Eli. Uh, Eli when he's when he's not looking? Like just <laughs> let him open it up. Eli just it's from. just opens it up. It's like, come on, guys. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's um, th- think of a uh, a, a seating chart where you got one, two, three, four, like five, six tables. And they are arranged in an oval, or, or, or a big rectangle, I guess. One side of the rectangle is solid all the way across. The two ends of the rectangle are single or double tables. And then the top side of the rectangle, solid all across, except for one gap, like one table length gap in the middle. And here's your seating arrangement. So we'll start on the top of the rectangle, just to the left of the gap in the middle. Lane Kiffin, Mike Leach, Eli Drinkwitz down on the corner. Left side of the seating chart, Shane Beamer, Josh Heupel, Clark Lee, and then Chuck Dunlap from the SEC office. Boy, that's an electric group right there. Yeah. I'm sure they're all wonderful people, but that's not the side of the table. that That's not the fun side. Um, Those are all the adults in the room, probably. Go, go back to the top line of the table, just to the right of the open space. You have Brian Kelly, Mark Stoops, Kirby Smart. Kirby Smart on the corner. The far right end of the table, Billy Napier, Brian Harson, Sam Pittman, Nick Saban. Now, if you go to the bottom side of the table where it's a solid line all the way across, you got a bunch of SEC officials and one coach. Charlie Hussey is in the corner. Then Greg Sankey to his right. To Greg Sankey's right, David Cutcliffe, who is the new liaison between the SEC office and all 14 schools in the SEC. Then you have Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher has David Cutcliffe on his left. And William King, who is chief legal counsel for the SEC, on his right. And then Mark Womack, who is in charge of TV scheduling and bowl relations. And then John McDade, who is coordinator of officials. And then Herb Vincent, who also is senior vice president guy at the SEC. Two things. First off, I like that Sankey is within arm's reach of Jimbo. In case he needs to smack him on the back of the head and tell him to shut up. 
Also, I like that Pittman's between Harson and Saban. If anybody can keep the Iron Bowl civil, I believe it's Sam Pittman. Nobody's going to try to cross him. So <laughs> The biggest rival that Brian Harson's facing is his own boosters right now. <laughs> What's the biggest rivalry point. in Alabama? One, Auburn versus itself. To the Iron Bowl. <laughs> so, so, Borky, you said that the side of the table where you got Shane Beamer, Josh Heupel, Clark Lee, Chuck Dunlap is the most boring portion of the room. I would actually argue that the uh, the opposite corner, the Kirby Smart, Billy Napier, Brian Harson corner is the, that that's the paint drying corner. Yeah, that's a pretty brutal one for sure. Although I, I would. It, just picture this. Brian Kelly walks in the room, having never been to 30A before in his life. He vacations on Lake Michigan. Uh, he sits down wearing swim trunks, a 30A little sun tank top, and a nose covered in sunscreen. <laughs> Tell me you can't see that image. And he sits down and looks around the room and he says, Hey, family. <laughs> You think uh, you think Kiffin's got a couple charters scheduled for this week too? Like he's Fishing doing the charters? Judge Judy thing where he's tapping oh, his wrist, sure. like, "Hey guys, for sure, hey guys, got get for out sure. of here." You There's said a this reason was he's not speaking today until five. He's Everybody else fishing. is speaking at like eleven, ten, fifteen. He's out on the boat. <laughs> he's showing up for happy hour and calling it a day. Good I fishing think... out of Destin. Aren't the football oh, yeah. coaches just there for like a day and a half? Like they are Come there on. today, and then until like lunchtime tomorrow, and then they head back. I yeah. think it's more like Lane Kiffin <laughs> flew in this morning and is flying out tomorrow. Well, but you're right in that. How night. boring is it? You've got Saban and three of his, you know, his his people there. I mean, that's that's boring. Those people are going to be boring. Then you've got Harson, not exactly the most exciting guy in the world. Thank God Pittman's on that side. He's the only one who can bring any juice. Does Kirby Smart have a different air about him in the meetings this year, coming off of a national championship? I mean, if I remember, he's, he's wearing the ring. He's wearing the ring in the meetings. He's got he's got his hand out there at all times, just like out there on the table, so you can see it. And, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Is the glare off my ring affecting you? I'm sorry. I thought it looked like you were you were blinking there. I'm sorry." I, I picture Kirby Smart in the corner, like watching season four of Stranger Things. Just cannot be bothered by anything at all. Hey, Coach Smart, what do you think about this? He's not watching Stranger think about Things. about what? He's watching Ozark or, or something like that. He's Breaking Bad for the 10th time? He's got the one series yeah, he go. likes, and that's what he watches all the way Son, through? Sons of Anarchy sounds like a good Kirby Smart show. <laughs> I have heard. That would be a good, a good topic. Every coach, what do you think their favorite television show is? Lane Kiffin, no question about it. Real Housewives of Orange County. <laughs> he loves the drama. Yeah, Mike Leach is like you know the the, the I, I know what Leach for... is. Finding Bigfoot. Yeah. Okay. That, okay. That's got to be it. I was just going to say a second ago. I, I know Kirby Smart has kind of a uh, you know like uh, that doesn't give you a whole lot publicly. I've always heard people say that away from football, he's one of the coolest people to be around. That. You would ever meet. Just no pretense about him whatsoever. Sports Talk Mississippi, just getting started with you. We'll be right back. Ooh, yeah. 
From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. Hey guys, this is Jacqueline with Honestly Beef. Why should you do business with me? Because Honestly Beef is a certified, genuine Mississippi member. That means it's the purest quality beef raised right here in South Mississippi, guaranteed. Hey mama, tell everybody about your website, honestlybeef.com. Simply visit honestlybeef.com and order gate-to-plate service. The purest quality Mississippi beef will be delivered right to your front door. That's honestlybeef.com. And remember, use the code word RADIO for free shipping. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs) There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone. Shouldn't a local bank offer just as much? The Citizens Bank gives you more accessibility to lenders, more products and more fit. Whatever your Mississippi, it takes one Mississippi to choose your local bank. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. The summer of savings is still on during the extended Memorial Day sale at Miss Kelly's. Start with savings up to 15% off. Plus, with 60-month special financing, there's no money down required. Need new furniture now? We have over $32 million of in-stock inventory ready for you today. Like this reclining sofa for only $7.99. Or this beautiful queen bed, only $4.99. Your summer of savings is here during the extended Memorial Day sale at Miss Kelly's. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Will you ever get so excited that you just can't wait? Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your Mississippi teams. I've been waiting my whole life for this. Don't touch that dial! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. C-Spire text line, we were talking about the seating arrangement at the SEC football coaches meetings at uh, SEC spring meetings in Destin. Donald in Oxford says, sounds like you guys are announcing the card for WrestleMania. Uh, we get a message that says, I would have put Jimbo and Nick on either side of Sankey. How about this one? Somebody said, sounds like a room full of money. 
Well, You're that? not wrong. I was trying to do the math, and and there's a little bit of guessing here. So Jimbo is nine million, right? Yeah. Is that right? No. All right. So nine yep. for Jimbo. What do we assume Clark Lee's making? Four million at Vanderbilt. Possibly less, but roughly around that. I'd say All right, three. We'll, yeah. We'll go with three. All right. So that's twelve million. Heupel's at yeah. five million at Tennessee, right? Yep. All right. So that's seventeen. Shane Beamer at South Carolina, he's going to be about three, right? Yeah. I assume he got a raise, but he was uh, less than Don Staley. So when he got hired, his first year he coached, I think, under $2 million. Wow. So unless they changed that, yeah, he was not the highest-paid coach on campus last year. $2.75 million for, for Shane Beamer. So we'll just round it to $3 right. million and call it $20 million so far. Um, right. Let's see here. Uh, Eli Drinkwitz, isn't he at like four at Missouri? So that's twenty-four million. Mike Leach is at about five million. million yeah. I think he's, he's at five. five. Yeah. So that gets us he's to twenty-nine million. Yeah. Lane Kiffin with his new contract, he's at like seven and a quarter. Yeah. So we'll just round down and call it thirty-six million. Brian Kelly just got a nine million dollar deal at LSU. That's forty-five million. Stoops is at five million. That's fifty million. Georgia has not announced the terms of Kirby Smart's deal, but it feels like about nine and a half million. So we'll just round up and call that fifty-five million. Billy Napier got seven million last year uh, in his is getting seven million in his first year from Florida. So that gets us to sixty-two. Brian Harson is making five million. That gets us to sixty-seven. Sam Pittman oh. is making. See, it's six million with his new deal. Oh, where uh, like fifty-five, sixty-two, seven point one four million. Okay, seven point one. So that gets us to seventy-four. And then Nick Saban is at uh, about ten. He's at eleven, right? He's at eleven, I think. So eighty-five mil. $85 million, not in net worth, in one year, in 2022 salary for just those 14. And that's not even, you know, bonuses. That's not even, we're not even, what does is, what is Sankey make? Probably three. Yeah. You know, and the rest of those, that group, there, there's probably another, there's probably enough to get us up to $100 million. Th- This Close is why NIL doesn't bother me like it does some people. This is yeah. why. Because there's almost $100 million worth of salary a year in that room. I mean, give me a break. Yeah, I I did find it so funny today. The the coaches that spoke before their meeting this morning, all of them, of course, were asked about Saban versus Jimbo and all that. And all of them really assured all of us that a, a room full of adult men making $85 million in combined salary were going to behave themselves. Like, wow, that's what I hope to hear from my son's preschool teacher, is he behaved today, not from the $11 million football coach. Yeah. Borky, you, I mean, the, the punchline on Jimbo sitting as the only head coach on the big side of the table, on the same side of the table where you got Charlie Hussey and Greg Sankey and David Cutcliffe and William King and all of those guys, Jimbo's the chair of the meeting, right? He is the chair of the meeting. That is why he is not sitting among the other coaches. So it was fun. It really to... is. 
It's more fun if you say that Jimbo was in timeout, and that's why they put him between David Cutcliffe yeah. and the SEC's <laughs> chief legal counsel. It's way more fun. Way more fun. Um, I do find it ironic that this was Texas A&M's year to chair the meeting. I feel like they maybe could have, you know, skipped to 2023's chair and just switched yeah. places, but, you know. By the way, the, uh, the viewing angle from where Jimbo Fisher is sitting to Nick Saban, kind of tough. I mean, if Jimbo's like sitting back in his chair, the only way he can see Nick Saban is if he looks behind four people. But to make direct eye contact with Nick Saban, if we're just assuming that Nick Saban is sitting upright in his chair and not moving and not breathing, Jimbo's got to lean forward and to his right to directly make eye contact with Nick Saban. Now, that said... Assuming Lane Kiffin stays awake through the meeting, which is a bit of an assumption, Jimbo is looking directly across at the guy he called a clown not too terribly long ago. I feel like what Saban did is a heck of a lot worse than what Kiffin did, so maybe the bad blood has left Kiffin and more directed down the aisle a little bit. If, if you want to say that Lane Kiffin is the jokester in the room... What kind of odds would you give him on putting a red clown nose on at some point? Just like for levity's sake. Well, the what is it? Better Wal- odds than they should get. I'll tell you that. You can get one at a Walgreens is doing their thing. They're right by the, the register where you can buy a, a, a clown nose. It's a charitable thing that they do, but they're accessible. Like he doesn't have to look hard to get one if he wanted one. I got you. So, I, just, I just want to picture Kiffin like just. Constantly dropping like little little barbs every time he speaks. I I don't know quite what he would say, but it's just it's like he's just trying to egg on Jimbo and and, and Saban the whole time. Like well, that's not what I heard, isn't that right, Jimbo? Just just constantly doing that the whole time. Honestly, do you think they and actually we, talked about it, or or did it start with Greg Sankey opening the meeting? You're never to do that again. If you have qualms about another SEC head coach, you, you handle it privately or with me. Otherwise, do not do it again, or else there will be suspensions levied on you. Now let's get to important stuff. You think that's how the meeting started? No. no you, oh, they, they actually talked about it. No, no, no. I don't think they talked about it at all. Oh, I don't like, think it was even referenced. I think just whistling past the graveyard. I think Greg Sankey addressed it individually with coaches. Now, it's possible... That at some point along the way, Greg Sankey goes, hey, what, what, one more thing. We're done airing dirty laundry publicly as a conference. If you have any questions about that, feel free to direct them to me one-on-one. We're not talking about it in this meeting, but we're done fighting with each other publicly. Everybody understand? Good. Let's move on. If I were Greg Sankey, I think that's how I would handle it. Everybody knows about it. It's a little bit of an elephant in the room. Just get it out there and say, look, this is this is done. There is too much at stake for us as a league to have infighting publicly. If you guys want to fight with each other privately, be my guest. You got a problem with somebody else in the league, you got my cell number. We're not doing it in the media anymore. And and wouldn't he be well within his rights as a commissioner to do that? That's what he 
It's what he should have done the second Texas A&M announced that they were going to have a press conference featuring Jimbo Fisher the day after he was accused of buying his entire recruiting Mm -hmm. class. But, you know. What could he possibly be talking about today? I mean, that's... you know, Greg Sankey did a lot and has done a lot, and he's navigating difficult waters and all that. I know a lot of people around here don't like him, and I, I understand that. Truly, I do. I thought he was smarter than that. Unless he had no idea that the press conference was happening, like somebody just forgot to tell him or whatever. He was on his morning run that he tweets about and just didn't see it happening. But yeah, the second that came out, everybody yeah. that covers the sport was like, oh, here we go. So he should have also thought, Oh no, we don't. And and oh, by the way, there is one. Th- th- there's not as much Shaden Freud in the seating chart at the SEC meetings as we would like for there to be. Had a buddy reminded me it, it's alphabetical. Yeah, S- starting in the right hand no, no. corner at the bottom and working no, your no, way no. around. It's not, Alabama, Arkansas, we're not Auburn, Florida, Georgia, uh, Kentucky, LSU, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Mississippi, Mississippi wish- State. Missouri, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Richard said Mississippi. Hold a jackie. I do I was simply uh, pointing out w- for alphabetical terms there, buddy. Are you? Are you there? I really wish that Saban had made fun of Ole Miss, and then Kiffin would have called a press conference, and then not. He would have trolled you. He would have been like, "We're having a press conference," and then he'd show up and like, "Just want to tell everybody, I think Jackson Dart's doing a great job. Uh, we're, we're moving along real nice." He, he would have trolled. It would have been hilarious because I, I think Kiffin would have done that. Let's get our. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I do find it crazy. I mean, this is how life works, right? It's not like we have transparency in politics, which actually affects our lives. But like the future of the sport we love the most is not being decided this week, but it's being significantly impacted this week, and we won't hear a word of it. We'll know some things. Dellinger's going to report some stuff. You know he will, but it's all happening, and we don't get to hear it. It's crazy. Yeah, you got probably the two best college football writers there in Ross Dellinger and Andy Staples. Uh, Pete Thamel's probably there also. And so you're going to get some good coverage out of this. All right, we'll talk with Luke Johnson from Southern Miss Baseball when we come back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 92. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Control. 
construction and roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, Lurk the Leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit LoseTheLeak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com a stronger, healthier Mississippi starts with the right managed care, managed with integrity. Amerigroup brings over 30 years of experience partnering with Medicaid programs throughout the country and a deep commitment to Mississippi. So far, we've invested over $3 million to improve the overall health of our communities. Amerigroup of Mississippi. Managed care. Managed with integrity. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. If you're about to start a project or remodel with wood, you need to think Miller Lumber in Richland. Since 1953, we've built a solid reputation of supplying quality wood at a lower price, like Western Red Cedar and Cypress Lumber, as well as a wide variety of patterns in pine, cedar, and cypress. Shop Miller Lumber for the best price new pine flooring and treated lumber in town. Miller Lumber, 551 Old Highway 49 South in Richland. Visit MillerLumberSales.com, 601-936-7099. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices continue to average a little over $4 a gallon across the Magnolia State, with today's average totaling at $4.17 a gallon. That's one cent less than one week ago, when gas prices hit a record high of $4.18 for a gallon of regular. But Mississippi isn't the only state breaking records in gas prices, as the nation continues to feel pain at the pump. Fox's Steve Rappaport has more. The summer squeeze at the gas pumps will be even tighter this year as prices continue to rise. AAA reporting a new record high today with a national average of $4.62 for a gallon of regular. Crude oil prices hitting near $120 per barrel after the European Union announced an embargo on most oil imports from Russia. President Biden approved the release of a million barrels of crude per day from the nation's strategic reserves to help offset the cost, though drivers have seen little to no results. Today, the fast lane in Jackson is seeing the lowest gas prices in the state at $3.79 a gallon. Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's Old Time Chili Recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. But what if the online information about your business is incorrect, or even worse, not very flattering? If your online presence isn't great, you may be losing customers. Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's trusted and highly trained team is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Okay, what we do next? Keep it moving, buddy. You can be a part of Sports Talk Mississippi. 888-808-8637 on Super Talk Mississippi. View on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm, supertalktv.com. Glad to have you along for the ride on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke Johnson joins us right now, former punter at Southern Miss and co host of the Super Talk Eagle Hour on Super Talk Hattiesburg, Super Talk Laurel as well. Luke, what's up, man? Man, it's just regional week. It's been wild. Uh, all baseball this week on the Eagle Hour. Third time in, in school history. Southern Miss is, is, uh, is hosting. I've been reaching out. and Two of the three head coaches for the regional are going to join us on the Eagle Hour this week. Uh, we got a special two-hour program out at the Pete. and Working with LSU to get Jay Johnson on um, also. So, yeah, I think we're going to have the Army coach live with us on set Thursday for a special two-hour show. But, yeah, just uh, – just getting ready for some regional baseball. It's exciting. Yeah, certainly a lot going on and, and such a cool time of the year. Um, I, di- I didn't know that there was controversy out there. Borky tells me that uh, Mikey Matsuk, the former LSU outfielder, has um, has said inflammatory things. What, what are we talking about here? I was just on a podcast today. He was. Uh, it, it's been kind of floating around social social media for Southern Miss fans. I just said how they were looking looking forward uh, to the Super and just kind of looking ahead to the Super Regional. And, I mean, you, you, you get it in some ways. I mean, I felt like LSU and Southern Miss were were kind of both rewarded by the committee. Um, Kennesaw's 35 RPI, but, you know, 35 wins. And, and Army, you know, as tough as they'll be mentally rolling in here, just 28 of their 31 wins are quad four. But – uh, it, it seemed as if he was overlooking Southern Miss in that conversation as well. You know, the thing is, when when if you want to compare these two teams, Southern Miss is the host and the one seed, LSU as the uh, as the two seed, then you kind of look at the two teams as polar opposites, right? I mean, Southern Miss hallmark is pitching, and this LSU team has really not been great on the mound this year, but they are special offensively. And it looks like they're finally healthy again, right, with the, the return of Jacob Berry, or at least the anticipated return of Jacob Berry and uh, Kay Doty back in the mix as well. And and when they've got all of the pieces, that's a really good offense. Yeah, 107 home runs, second in the SEC, and batting average at 289. And, you know, if those two teams were to play each other Saturday night, I mean, it would be electric. Like you said, I mean, I was kind of surprised looking at LSU's pitching stats of uh, their top three starters you know, it's kind of a, a kind of a combined ERA about four and four and a half, four point five. So it'll be interesting to see. But like you know, we've been saying over and over again, back in two thousand three, when Southern Miss hosted a regional, they played Southern 
And uh, and in the first uh, second inning, I think Ricky Weeks hit one about 550 out the seventh street. So you never want to overlook your first round opponent. Um, but but it is kind of uh, kind of interesting with the rotation, a deeper kind of story there. Tanner Hall is from Zachary, Louisiana, about 20 miles north of Baton Rouge, and you know I had some things to say earlier this week about how it would be nice if they could play uh, play LSU, and so I. Scott gave you the same answer he gave me yesterday. Uh, nobody's going to find out until probably later in this week how they're going to do the rotation. You, uh, when, when we kind of touched on this last week, you said you know Scott Hall's kind of done, or Scott Barry's kind of done it the, uh, the the same way over and over and over, right? He's going to throw his best guy in game one and then go to his next best guy in game two. But do you think that um, you know based on? what you know about Army that they might consider throwing off in game one? I really – a few things he that Christian Ostrander said last week, and then, you know, Scott kind of – he was a little more uh, with, with me yesterday, just kind of uh, even playing with you. He, he kind of said, you know, we kind of do the thing way we've always done it. I do think if, if he could break kind of his historic decision-making, it would be this week. And the reason for that is – Riggins hadn't allowed a run the last two appearances. He, he threw heroic against Florida Atlantic Friday night in the Conference USA tournament. Struck out seven over seven and a third. Got in some jams. Uh, was kind of saved, uh, kind of a sports center top ten play. Reshewing Rob the Grand Slam. But, but I mean, he's thrown, you know, 14 scoreless innings the last time he's been out there. So, really, in the last two or three weeks, Riggins has, has been the best pitcher and he pitches better on short rest. Ostrander told us that. And, you know, you could you could put him out there and feel like a veteran like him rather than like a second-year guy like like Waldrop would, would might be a better game one matchup, the safe play, and then, you know, you could throw Hall against LSU. It, it, it wouldn't surprise me either way if Scott Berry does either one of those two. Well, and I don't know what Jay Johnson's going to do on the LSU staff, but the best pitcher on their staff is Mikhail Hilliard, and even he has got an ERA that's north of four for the season. And the strikeout numbers don't blow you away. I, I'm wondering if that's a matchup that that favors Southern Miss. Now the curveball's good, and when the curveball's on, it's really good. But he absolutely does not blow you away with, with velocity. So as opposed to me editorializing, maybe the question in here. Um, if Southern Miss were to see Mikhail Hilliard, how does Southern Miss ha- handle good breaking balls? I mean, you know, the, kind of the, the deal on Christopher Sargent all year is just throw him low and away with a slider breaking ball, and, and he's kind of been a sucker. The last couple of weeks, he's kind of shown better discipline, and, and that just goes back when Reese Ewing got in the lineup. Just kind of Reese, Reese's uh, approach kind of helped Slade Wilkes and Sargent specifically. But, yeah, I mean, Southern Miss is, is probably a little better – uh, you know, fastball hitting team this year. Uh, going back to, to Friday, uh, Army's probably going to throw a lefty. And, and Southern Miss, which probably the last five years hasn't been that great against lefties, this lineup is better against lefties. But when you're looking at, like, potential, I would feel a little better about a fastball pitcher than I would a, a breaking pitcher. So, Jay Johnson, you know, if he gets Southern Miss in game two, he might go with Hilliard. Weather looks pretty good. Uh, upper 80s, low to mid 90s over the course of the weekend. Maybe a chance of some thunderstorms on uh, on Friday night. Scott didn't bat an eye yesterday when I asked about playing early versus playing late. He said, no, 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 absolutely we're playing the first game. D- do you like that strategy? Do Southern Miss fans like that strategy? Or does that kind of take away from some of the juice in game number one? 
Well, I, I liked what I listened to that interview yesterday with you and Scott, and I like what he said. He said we're going to have a, a big crowd regardless. <laughs> I like that, and and kind of uh, I was talking to some people, and yesterday was probably the busiest day ever for the Southern Miss ticket office, um, and so you know the juice I think will be there. There's there's been kind of this kind of wink, um, handshake packed with Southern Miss fans, like they're buying up all the tickets. And if you go, you know, to StubHub right now, like like the LSU slot on Friday night uh, on StubHub is about a hundred dollars a ticket. The Saturday night slot, of course, you don't know who's playing there, about a hundred and fifty dollars a ticket. And uh, so Scott's not so much worried about the crowd or the atmosphere. He knows that that it'll be what it needs to be. I don't I don't blame him. It's for the rest purposes. And I think he told you. I mean, it's a quick turnaround. You finish it. Nine nine thirty ten o'clock on on Friday night, and you got to be taking BP. You know, you know, ten hours later, eight to ten hours later on Saturday morning. So I, I I certainly get that. All right. So am I hearing you say a concerted effort to block purple and gold and make it all black and gold, regardless of who's playing? And I ask that because I, we remember from a few years ago how upset Mississippi State fans were with the the lack of ability to to get tickets and and get into Hattiesburg. Is it going to be like that this weekend as well? Well, I mean, you know, specifically we're dealing with like Mississippi State and LSU. You're dealing with you know a stadium that has like ten thousand people in it. You know, so with 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 the beat, I mean, we saw you know sixty two hundred, uh, but the seating's closer to about forty five hundred. So if you're if you're LSU or Mississippi State, what you got to understand is that Pete Taylor Park's still bigger than most almost all stadiums in the country, right? I mean, yeah. you're you're eleventh in attendance. I think it just speaks to the fact that Southern Miss, you know, can can fill up their stadium regularly. So, you know, yeah, if you want to keep a, a uh, if you want to let capitalism, you know, keep your home field advantage, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, of course, each team will be getting their their allotments of tickets, but yeah, I'm I'm certain, you know, Southern Miss fans will 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 uh, do what they need to do for games that that aren't there. I can see them selling individual games, but uh, nobody's going to be selling games where the Eagles play to LSU, Army, or Kennesaw State fans. Yeah, un- understandably so. And I think, and, and this may not be exactly right, but I think that the visitor allotment of tickets in regional play is like 200 or 250. It's a uh, it's a pretty small number, so uh, I'm sure there will be some frustrated LSU fans. Hey, last thing, is it one of those deals where everywhere you go in Hattiesburg, this is what people are talking about: regional, regional, regional. Yeah, that's that's what it is. And and if the Conference USA atmosphere, the crowd shows anything like what this weekend will be, I think this weekend will take it to the next level. It, it will be it'll be ecstatic and electric out there. All right. So remind people Thursday, two hour edition of Eagle Hour. Give me the details. Yeah, two hour edition will be broadcasting right out front of the Pete uh, Army coach Coach Foster will join us live on set, working to get Jay Johnson. Uh, we'll have Ryan Coe on, on the Kennesaw uh, State tomorrow on the show. But, yeah, Tuesday, probably Hill Denson or Scott Berry or Ostrander. Somebody will be around. We'll have some player interviews pre-recorded as well. But it will be a fun day at the peak. All right. So that is, uh, that's that's coming up on Thursday. If you miss it, you can, uh, you can go back and listen to the podcast. And, of course, you can stream it online at supertalk.fm. Thanks, Luke. All right, guys. Have a great day. Luke Johnson on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke sounded like he had a little pep in his step today. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. What do we want? Where are we going to get it? That's right. Come get more spring savings now at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're giving you more savings, more selection, and more affordable payments every single day, period. Right now, pay only $249 per month on new 2022 Mitsubishi Mirages. That's only $249 per month. And with gas prices being so high, the Mirage's 40 MPGs will keep more cash in your pocket. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Think you can't get approved? Think again. Our credit specialists are standing by to get you approved today. Because 100% credit approval is our number one goal. And we'll give you more for your trade, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come in today for more spring savings at Ridgeland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi Mirage 10% down to 1.9% for 72 months again for details of the credit. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Calloway's has a large selection of fresh trees and shrubs. Calloway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape from a small job to total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tank is always a better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Glutstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown Hall. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. Hi, this is Thomas Trammell with Family Termite, and I have an important message for you. After this year's record-breaking snowstorm, termites will most likely be swarming in historical numbers in an effort to recolonize and replace parts of their colonies ravished by the extreme weather. Family Termite offers free termite initial inspections and competitive pricing. Call Family Termite today at 601-933-1014 and let us protect your home because we hate termites more than you do. Hey, I'm Andy Jones from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Listen to it at work. At work. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. Did you get that memo? Yes, sir. ceasefire text line it's jeb i hear the weather at the miami regional is not going to be good do you see them moving that regional to arizona or oxford since a tropical storm is heading toward miami please read my comment we got you jeb no do not um miami earned the opportunity to opportunity to host and the ncaa has rules in place in the event that a regional doesn't get played, and they stink. No way. Are you telling me that the NCAA doesn't have good rules in place to adjust for a very predictable situation? Yes, that is what I am telling you. Oh, man. It's upset of the day right there. And oh, by the way, if in the rule base, In the rule, basically, just that they'll send Miami on to the next thing? If no game were to get played, the high seed moves yeah. to the next round. It's a great idea to me in this particular regional. If one game were to be played, then the highest remaining seed without a loss would move on to the next round. I mean, it's stacked for the number one seed to move on. So, uh, no, they're not going to move it. So they wouldn't there even does, go to there Tampa does happen or, to be, or Orlando well, I, or something. I mean, I guess if Miami really wanted to try and do that, they could, but I don't think that's the case. Um, doesn't feel like that I, would solve the problem either, does it? Like it's going to rain everywhere in Florida. They got to be done by Tuesday, and so even if they were to get a couple of days washed out, they could probably cram it into three days, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. It's not ideal, but it's potentially doable. And, oh, by the way, yes, there is a retractable roof stadium in downtown Miami on the side of the old Orange Bowl, but the Miami Marlins are in town this weekend. So Naturally. Probably not an you option could, there. You could switch out the college teams for the Marlins, and there wouldn't be any noticeable decline in play. Or attendance. Yeah, or, there might be more attendance. Uh, Nick Fortes, by the way, plays for the Miami Marlins. I only know that because I have a friend that went to the Braves games this weekend and was like, wait, Nick Fortes plays for the Marlins. So there Former you go. catcher. Yeah. Uh, there is precedent, by the way. We, we learned that Mississippi State women's golf was the losing side of the precedent for we can't play because of weather, just send the top seeds. Remember that a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Last so they, year. They've done this before. Different sport, yeah. but it's the same organization running a tournament, weather impacted, so they sent the higher seeds without actually playing anything. 
The forecast, though, it, it's, a, it's a long way out, obviously. It's a tropical storm, rather unpredictable and volatile. Currently, it looks like there might be some windows to play. But it'll be hard. And there is a tropical storm or some kind of tropical system that is going directly towards the southern tip of Florida, which, as you know, Miami is in the center of. Uh, Yes, the lead story at weather.com is potential tropical development could lead to Florida soaking. Not exactly what you're hoping for. A tropical depression or tropical storm may develop in the Gulf of Mexico this first week of hurricane season and soak parts of Florida, Cuba, and the Bahamas late this week into the weekend. It goes on to say a sprawled-out area of low pressure will eventually develop later this week near Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula or the Northwest Caribbean Sea. Not ideal. Not ideal. I, I did say this on Twitter. It, it, it would be the most Ole Miss thing ever to sneak your way into the NCAA tournament, and you look at the regional they're in, Nobody is playing well as of late in that regional. And you think with the talent that they have, despite a very disappointing season relative to that talent, that talent still exists. They certainly can match up and win this regional, and then it gets canceled because of a tropical storm, and the fallout comes from there. That would be the most Ole Miss thing ever. The uh, story at weather.com says it is too uh, too soon to determine which parts of Florida may see strong wind gusts, modest coastal flooding, and the heaviest rain. South Florida and the Florida Keys have the best chance to pick up periods of heavy rain beginning Friday. Given the locally flooding rain that fell here last Sunday, the flash flood threat is highest in this portion of the state. I mean, if the storm comes in on Friday... You would think that by sometime on Saturday, it's probably passed out into the Atlantic Ocean, and then maybe you got some time to play baseball over the following days. But we will see. Sports Talk Mississippi, one hour in the books with you. We'll take a timeout. We will be right back. I'm Ann Carrick. Inflation and prices continue to rise. President Biden is looking to the Federal Reserve for some help. Fed has two responsibilities. One, full employment. Two, stable prices. Inflation was up 6.3% in April compared to last year, according to the Commerce Department. Migrants continue to flow across the southern border into Texas, despite a judge's ruling to keep Title 42 in place, which denies entry for many due to public health concerns. Fox's Griff Jenkins in La Jolla, Texas. Group after group, more than 200 crossing this morning at CBP sources, telling us that over the Memorial Day weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, in just this sector alone, 4,084 encounters with migrants. Immigration advocates say Title 42 could be sending migrants back to Dana 
dangerous conditions, and it violates laws that guarantee the right to claim asylum. America's listening to Fox News. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Dr. Will Lumflett with Capital Dental. At Capital Dental, we want to be your one stop for comprehensive family dentistry for your family's dental needs. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The remnants of Hurricane Agatha, a Pacific storm that made history Monday as the strongest system to hit shore in May, are expected to enter the southern Gulf of Mexico, where conditions generally favor tropical development. Fox's Eben Brown has the latest. That means the first Atlantic Basin tropical cyclone of the year could be forming soon. Forecasters give it a moderate chance of happening. Hurricane season officially begins Wednesday, and coastal residents are reminded to be prepared. The same forecast models suggesting development is possible are also forecasting strong wind shear over the Gulf and Caribbean Sea this week. If that holds true, any system would be sheared apart if it tries to move northward in the Gulf. And next Monday, Jackson Public Schools' annual summer feeding program will begin for children 18 and under. Breakfast and lunch will be provided for free every week from Monday through Friday from 8 to 8.45 and 11 to 1. The program will last until July 22nd. To see the full list of participating locations, go to jackson.k12.ms.us. Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak, because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately. Then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk. Gas leaks just plain stink. Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. <laughs> yep, that's a little skunk humor there. For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash gas safety. Fantasia is coming to the Brandon Amphitheater on August 11th, along with special guest Boney James. The R&B singer was the winner of American Idol's third season in 2004 at 19 years old, with I Believe ranking number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Since then, Fantasia has sold over 3 million copies of her seven released albums, while topping the U.S. R&B charts. Here are some of her best hits. Thank you. 
Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. through Ticketmaster, so make sure to grab them before they're gone. This is Mississippi State Bulldog Jake Mangum. Family is everything. On the field, at home, everywhere. When I step up to the plate, it means the world that my family is behind me every swing. That's why I love my Farm Bureau family. They've got my back no matter what. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfdins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who are they giving to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Feel it. Can you hear it? Sports Talk Mississippi. Yeah! On Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, and Brian Haydad, thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon, last day of the month of May. We are coming to you from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, it's the home of the Sportsbook at Timeout Lounge. Visit them online at pearlriverresort.com. You can join the conversation on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Time to keep the countdown going. It is 100 teams in 100 days. This day is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This day is bananas. 100 teams in 100 days. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Team number 95 on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. The Buffalo Bulls. Not to be confused with the Buffalo Bills. That's the other team, the other football team in Buffalo. It's the Buffalo Bulls of the MAC. Second-year head coach Maurice Linguist, that is perhaps a name that you remember. He spent a brief amount of time, one season, as an assistant coach for Dan Mullen at Mississippi State back in 2016. Uh, Buffalo was poo last year. They went 4-8. and eight. I mean, they, they just were bad. Uh, Maurice Linguist... <laughs> Just a big piece of cow hockey, is that what you're Yeah, yeah, it just wasn't good. Started his career at Baylor as a GA, 
Worked at Valdosta State, James Madison, spent a couple of years at Buffalo as a DB's coach, then Iowa State, then Mississippi State, then Minnesota, then Texas A&M for a couple of years under Kevin Sumlin. And then he worked with the Dallas Cowboys for a season. Got back into college football 4-8 and eight last year. Uh, Maurice Linguist back at it in season number two. Now, last year, Buffalo, uh, not very good. Now, they got after Wagner in the season opener, beat them on a Thursday night by a cool 62. But after that, eh, not so great. Lost to Nebraska. Lost a close, uh, close, game, uh, close game to Coastal Carolina. They beat Old Dominion. Then they lost to Western Michigan. Lost to Kent State. Beat Ohio. Beat Akron. Lost to Bowling Green in a shootout. Lost at Miami of Ohio. That was not particularly close on a Tuesday night. Lost in overtime to Northern Illinois and lost to Ball State. So four straight losses to close the season. They went from four and four to four and eight, and they were looking to the following season. This year, Buffalo's schedule kind of stinks. Not like it's super hard stinks, like it's just boring. They go to Maryland in the season opener. Then they got Holy Cross. Then they go to Coastal Carolina, and then they jump into MAC play. They th- play three straight MAC games: Eastern Michigan. Miami and Bowling Green, and then step out of the league to face that power that is the UMass Minutemen. And then they jump back in and they play a bunch of Mac games the rest of the way. A couple of midweek games in early November. They have quite possibly the ugliest stadium in college football. You don't like uh, Buffalo Stadium? It's UB Stadium? It's horrendous. So they've got a fully functioning track that goes around the field. Now, the two sides on the sideline are fine, although, again, there's a very burnt orange track in between the front row of the stands and then where the, the players are. But they have these weird sections very far away behind the end zones. It, it's just a, it's a logistical nightmare. The sight lines look terrible. It is the uh, I'm declaring it. It is the ugliest stadium in Division One college football. Is Buffalo? I can't think of a facility worse than this one that I'm looking at right now. I would have to do a little more research, but um, I'll okay. okay. It's horrible. Okay. And also, why doesn't? Any Buffalo sports team just do what they do in soccer and just be Buffalo. As opposed to? The Bills, the Bulls, the Sabres. I don't know what their minor league baseball team is. Just be Buffalo. And you can do some really cool-looking stuff with an actual like caricature of a Buffalo, which is a really sweet-looking animal. The Bills and the Bulls do that, though. I know, but just... Be Buffalo, because what is the but? What is a Bill? It's an old character. Old it's named cowboy. after yeah. It's, I mean, he's a real person. You know, he's not a character. This is a uh, the Sabers is a cool name, by the way. Interesting hill to die on. Yeah, they should just do that. It, it it would be unique. You gotta stand out. Just be Buffalo. Buffalo has played in six bowl games all time. 1958, 2008 under Turner Gill, 2013 under Jeff Quinn, and then it was the uh, Lance Leopold show. Three straight bowl games under uh, Leopold, and they went two and one in those three games. They they lost the Dollar General Bowl, they won the Bahamas Bowl, they won the Camellia Bowl. 
So that is Buffalo football in the MAC in uh, in 2022. Now, the famous people. What Hi. have you? We got some good ones here. Surprisingly good. Uh, if you're a Fox News watcher, you know who Janine Pirro is. Uh, Judge Janine? Yes, Buffalo alum. Okay. Winston Duke, if you're a fan of the Marvel Universe, he played M'Baku in the Black Panther movies. So really good in that. John Walsh from America's Most Wanted. Okay. Went to uh, Buffalo, as did Wolf Blitzer. And uh, we'll throw a personal favorite in. Peter Regart, who played Boone in Animal House. The founder and chairman and CEO of Baidu.com, B-A-I-D-U, no, it's not a, a dirty site. That is the Chinese version of Google. It is the most popular search engine in China. was founded by Buffalo alum Robin Yanhong Li. Master's in computer science from Buffalo. Not sure if he is uh, funding a collective to help with the recruiting efforts, but if he were so inclined, he could. He absolutely he could, could that, help. Yeah. In fact, I counted three billionaires in the uh, the business listings. Uh, Jeremy Jacobs, the owner of the Chinese Boston Bruins. Yeah, I'm sure that's plenty of great information to be found. And nothing, uh, nothing John uh, Kapoor. Nothing, nothing getting you know censored there. And Khalil Mack. And Khalil Mack wore that ridiculous face mask. The one that, like, I don't know how he breathed through it. The the bars were so close together, it covered almost his entire face. He the current so president good. of Somalia is a uh, Buffalo alum. All right. Oh, really? Yeah. I still can't believe that Leopold took the Kansas job. I, I mean, he could have gotten better with, felt like with one more year of patience. Could have gotten better. I guess money is money, and it's easy for me to say he shouldn't have taken hundreds of thousands of dollars in annual salary more than he was currently making. But a little bit of patience would have paid off for him. Yeah, you go to three straight bowl games at Buffalo, people are going to recognize He's making two point eight million at Kansas. He was making six hundred twenty-four thousand at Buffalo. So, so not hundreds of thousands more. A million yeah, yeah, plus yeah, yeah. hundreds two, of thousands. Two point one million more. So, yeah, it's hard to say no to that. Yeah, and it was a six-year, sixteen and a half million dollar contract. So there you. And go. he beat Texas. He did. Is that enough to extend the contract if you're the head coach at Kansas? You know, at some point with Kansas, don't you just throw your hands up in the air and be like, you know what, whatever. We'll let a six-year deal play out and then hire another one. Exactly. Who's your favorite? They were right there. They they had that success. You know, that's the hardest thing about a place like Kansas. It's not like they've never, ever, 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 ever won. What an Orange Bowl. 12-1. and Never fire a fat guy when you've got one. Hey, uh, who is your pick to win the MAC in 2022? Who won it last year? Mm, 
the predicted order of finish, I don't have the final max standings. I'll have to get back to you on that. Hey, Dad, sorry. You can Looks do your like own research. Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois won it, but I'm going to take last year's runner-up. Let's go with Kent State, the Golden Flashes. Oh, really? See, this feels like kind of a rebuilding year for Kent State to me, but we'll see. Does it really? Yeah. A little. Who is their coach? Nick Saban was. He was. Once upon a time. Brandon Marcello will join us from Destin, Florida, when we come back. Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We offer fine merchandise at reasonable prices. We have what you need to make your outdoors beautiful and colorful. Callaway's has a large selection of trees and shrubs. Callaway's has special pricing on outdoor patio furniture with all the new 2022 collections arriving. We offer landscaping. Our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape from a small job to a total transformation. Let Callaway's turn your backyard into a staycation destination. Give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Bring your truck or trailer. Callaway's offers bulk soils for pickup and local delivery. Refilling your propane tanks is always the better option, and Callaway's is a propane refilling station. When you refill, you get more propane for less money. Callaway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. I can't believe what I'm hearing. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi with you rolling on on this Tuesday afternoon. SEC Media Days began earlier today in Destin after they had their little social evening last night. Brandon Marcello is covering the event. And um, I'm curious as we begin this conversation, Brandon Marcello from 24-7 Sports joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. How much access is there, Brandon? This is not an event that I've been to. I, I've started to go and thought it probably makes sense a bunch of times, but how much access do you actually have to coaches and ADs and administrators? Well, um, you got, it just depends. It, you have to chase them down when they're exiting their meetings. Um, for example, right now I'm standing about 80 feet away from where the coaches are all meeting, all the football coaches are meeting, and uh, they are going to exit around 5 o'clock, and it's a matter of uh, chasing some of them down, seeing if any of them want to talk, and uh, a lot of it's just unofficial chatter and nothing on the record or anything like that. But, uh, you know, there are the organized little press conferences we have. We've had a few already earlier this morning, but those were before meetings, so they weren't necessarily very informative from the coaches, but – um, I like coming here because it's a little bit more informal. It's not like media days where everything's so structured and everybody's standing behind a podium. And, and you are better positioned, Brandon, to chase down coaches now than you were a couple of years ago. That's right. I, uh, and, I, and I mean that in the most complimentary way possible. <laughs> no, man, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I've lost a lot of weight. Um, in fact, I've seen some administrators here that I haven't seen since before I did that, and they're like, wow, I don't even recognize you. I've lost a little over 140 pounds, and uh, now the real tough part begins. That's maintaining it and, uh, you know, continue to improve my lifestyle and make sure it lasts my entire life. Yeah, well, good on you for uh, for doing that. Hey, th- there are so many storylines going on this week, and we kind of got derailed with the Jimbo Saban thing for a couple of weeks ago. I- is that an afterthought at this point? I know maybe not for the people that are covering it, but uh, among league officials and the coaches themselves, have they just kind of moved on from that, do you think? A little bit, yeah, and I think they have. Um you know, it's interesting because the coaches, all of them, even when they're not named Saban or Fisher, are getting lots of questions about that little public spat between the two. But I think the underlying issue here, of course, is NIL. And I think, you know, Eli Drinkowitz, the Missouri coach, put it pretty well this morning. He says, whenever there's something that is just boiling under the surface that we're all dealing with, it's very stressful. Emotions start to get high. And as a result, people start to say things that maybe – uh, exaggerate what they actually believe, and though there might be some truth to it, maybe they don't necessarily mean it, and they start lashing out. And I think that that's somewhat true when it comes to this with Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban and what they've said in their war of words. I mean, really, today, one of the few times you will see Nick Saban his entire career where today he was kind of necessarily, well, he was backing off a little bit on Jimbo Fisher and kind of being very careful with his words uh, crossing his arms, looking down, trying to 
be very diplomatic about everything, even saying, hey, I don't have, you know, any issues with Jimbo Fisher. And um, uh, I never said that, you know, Texas A&M, you know, cheated, but then he has uh, followed up with a reporter and their forces. But you said they bought their players. And he said, well, I should not have, and, you know, pointed out Texas A&M or any individual institution. So, again, I think emotions, like any fight you have with a spouse or something like that, you say things you don't really mean, but you say it just because you're really, really emotional and angry. And I think that's what's going on. And, and things like this, this probably won't be the last time we see something like this, not necessarily from those two, but across the country, because, listen, they're not going to figure out this NIL situation, how to properly regulate it for, for years. This is a way too complex of an issue, and it's, it's all about competitive inequity. And uh, how do you equalize that? And more importantly, how is that even possible when we're talking about 130 FBS schools and none of those schools are the same? It, and it, Brandon, it seems like an impossible task. Yeah, isn't the answer to that you don't without getting sued almost immediately? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big thing. I mean, I think that that, what we're getting into is that if you want to properly regulate this and do what a lot of these coaches want, you got to shrink uh, down the issue. You got to make it smaller. How do you do that? I think you have to shrink membership down. So, you know, a certain set of schools uh, have a certain set of guidelines that they develop and they are all playing against each other and they're not necessarily playing the others outside their bubble in which, again, leads more credence to the idea that in the future one thing could lead to another and we get to a point where FBS football or, for that matter, power football is just 20 or 30 teams, and it makes it easier to regulate, and they have more autonomy compared to the other 100 or so schools. And But, again, that's a tough ask because you're talking about making a lot of mid-range to lower-range schools and football programs potentially obsolete uh, in the near future. Yeah. Busy with Brandon Marcello from 24-7 Sports. He is at the Sandestin Hilton in, uh, as Sporky told us officially, Miramar Beach, Florida, earlier to uh, today. Um, the, the conversation about scheduling, and, and I know NI, so NIL is a debate and a conversation and a discussion topic, but it's one that has no immediate answer in sight. And, and kind of maybe the same thing with the transfer portal because the rules are what the rules are. But in terms of something that these coaches and these administrators have control over, it's the future scheduling model in the SEC. Uh, Ross Dellinger wrote a couple of weeks ago about an eight-team and a nine-team option that are kind of all that's left on the table. Where does that end up? I think ultimately they will go to the nine-game schedule. And I think it will be the three-six rotation, where it's three permanent opponents and six rotating opponents that go around every other year. Um, uh, I was writing a, a story for tomorrow on all this, and you know, a lot of people want to know what the coaches think. Well, it's really not going to matter, and I hate saying that, but the coaches are kind of powerless in this. In the end, this is a decision that will be made by the presidents and chancellors of this conference. And all signs are pointing to them going to a nine-game conference schedule. It increases television inventory, which will increase, obviously, money and revenue. In addition to that, it will strengthen the conference to to whatever postseason format 
that the college football playoff or if the SEC decides to do its own playoff, which I think is unlikely, uh, is in place for 2026 and beyond. So it just makes a lot of sense. And though the coaches are pretty much split on it, and the root of that really is about eliminating divisions, it's pretty much split there. Um, in the end, they will have to move forward and do what's best for the conference. And, and by all means, the communication has been the best thing for the conference is to go to a nine-game schedule. Brandon, it, some of the NCAA restrictions have, have lifted, allowing conferences to, to determine who gets to participate in its championship game. At, at different times in recent years, we've heard about the idea of eliminating the conference championship game because you know too many games on the schedule. The SEC has always pushed back on that idea because it has been an absolute revenue cash cow. Is there any scenario where if we end up at nine conference games, the SEC takes a different approach or a different stance on the SEC championship game? It's possible. You know, you have, you have seen the reports from ESPN about them potentially looking at, or actually they are looking at uh, doing their own SEC playoff, which uh, my understanding is, is the uh, initial discussions there involves eight teams in the SEC, and then from that would crown an SEC champion. And then, of course, there's a lot of ways to go from there. You could take your SEC champion and pit it against the champion of, say, an alliance playoff or the champion of the Big Ten, where maybe they don't have a playoff of their own, but they just have a Big Ten championship game. And, you know, say, uh, you know, maybe the, uh, the, the Sugar Bowl or something like that ends up being your de facto national championship or your championship game between those two conferences. Again, a lot of hypotheticals, hypotheticals on top of hypotheticals on top of hypotheticals, but you got to weigh all that. As Greg Sankey called it, blue sky thinking. What can we do in a perfect world where there are no obstacles in our way? Because at this point, there are so many obstacles, it's almost silly to consider things as if um, uh, you're able to, uh, you know, do 15 different scenarios for every little thing and every problem that might pop up. So, Create these ideas on a blank sheet of paper and see if it's possible to implement that, whether it's now or in the future. going to be pretty fascinating over the next few years to see where college football ends up. Brandon, thanks for for spending a few minutes with us. Always good to chat. Hey, man, anytime. Brandon Marcello from 24-7 Sports joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team at Mississippi Farm Bureau. More coming up after this. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 92. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Chetlu. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventive maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and all first responders every Thursday. And they're your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro. An A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic. We want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the Ford trucks of the future for everyone. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks for 45 years straight. Made for performance and capability on and off-road. Because the trucks of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford F-Series, drive one today. Based on 1977 to 2021 calendar year total sales. The doctors at Carter Sledge Family Dentistry are general and cosmetic dentists. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you'll find one of the most state-of-the-art facilities in Mississippi, along with a friendly staff and doctors who are both professional and compassionate. Meet our team, take a virtual tour, and make an appointment at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry on Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. Call 601-607-7876. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. It's Alyssa Arbuckle and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The remnants of Hurricane Agatha, a Pacific storm that made history Monday as the strongest system to hit shore in May, are expected to enter the southern Gulf of Mexico, where conditions generally favor tropical development. Fox's Eben Brown has the latest. That means the first Atlantic Basin tropical cyclone of the year could be forming soon. Forecasters give it a moderate chance of happening. Hurricane season officially begins Wednesday, and coastal residents are reminded to be prepared. The same forecast models suggesting development is possible are also forecasting strong wind shear over the Gulf and Caribbean Sea this week. If that holds true, any system would be sheared apart if it tries to move northward in the Gulf. And next Monday, Jackson Public Schools' annual summer feeding program will begin for children 18 and under. Breakfast and lunch will be provided for free every week from Monday through Friday from 8 to 8.45 and 11 to 1. The program will last until July 22nd. To see the full list of participating locations, go to jackson.k12.ms.us. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. 
Did you know that Mississippi Industries for the Blind is the mandatory supplier of ratchet straps for the U.S. Postal Service? MIB is also the mandatory supplier to the military for their heavy-duty one-gauge booster cables. Good news! MIB is now offering our ratchet tie-down straps and heavy-duty booster cables to you. These quality-made products are made here in Mississippi by visually impaired and blind Mississippians. You can shop now at msblind.org. Mississippi, the place you call home is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3 on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Hey guys, what the heck are you doing? Sports Talk Mississippi, on your radio and in the game. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Rolling along in this 4 o'clock hour alongside Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. I'm Richard Cross. Thanks for being with us. You can hit us up on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Jason says, do you guys plan on having the football coaches on after the conference media stuff like usual, kind of interested in hearing what Coach Hall has to say about USM's transfer portal success. It, yeah, I mean, I would anticipate that we would visit with all three head coaches in Mississippi before the season begins, um, probably later in the summer. Will Hall has been great about visiting with us. We've had Mike Leach in the time that he's been the head coach at Mississippi State. Four or five times? Five or six times? Yeah. Yeah. And then there's that other guy. Lane Kiffin's been on with us twice. What? Why are you shaking your head? I don't think Lane Kiffin's ever been on with us. We yeah, have had a us. recorded interview that nah, you he, sat down and did. He did a live interview he with not us been right on. after. Yeah, he, he did a live one with us shortly after he got the job. In that first spring. I must have. I must have been off that day. Well, maybe so. It was. It was not be our best afraid day. of Lane, baby. Come on, Lane. Come on with me. No, I, I, don't be afraid. No, it's it's not that he. It's one. It's not that he's afraid. And don't two, give me that look, Borky. Don't give me that look. You know it's we're, funny. We're willing to to talk to him, but it's just he doesn't care about doing local interviews, and. When you talk to him, you don't get a whole lot. And so it's like, nothing. not great radio. What's the point? You get nothing. I mean, hey, Dad, I remember it vividly because I, I talked to him about fishing some and tried to get him, uh, get him to open up on that. And I tried to get him to open up on his mom and kind of her role as, like, the, you know, the matriarch of the Kiffin family in football. And he didn't really open up on that. And so we just kind of talked some football stuff for a few minutes. And it was like, all right, thanks, thanks for your time. That that detachment works if you win. 
It absolutely does. Sure. I, I mean, if, if you're winning, nobody's going to care. Um, and, and honestly, Richard, you mean And we this. talked to him, what, twice at media days? Yeah. But again, nothing. Um, I, I think Ole Miss needed somebody like that. I do. I think they needed somebody like that. Because his predecessor was hired because locals got involved. Locals don't even know Lane Kiffin, not really. He's kind of distant, detached. You don't go into a local establishment and hear the owner talk about how they went and played golf with the football coach and how great that was. It's a conversation I heard myself. That kind of thing, I think, is good for the school. They can start acting big time. This, who knows how, how long Lane Kiffin's going to be at Ole Miss, right? Nobody knows. But what he is seemingly showing you, or what he should be showing a lot of people, is that you can win there. Can you win like Alabama? No. Can you win like LSU? No. Ohio State? No. But you can win. Elevate your expectations. I mean, this is the guy that said, after they played Alabama down to the wire, an Alabama team that won a national championship, why are you clapping for us? Stop that. Don't do that again. That's his, that's his mindset. That's his mentality. We're going to win, and that's all I'm going to do. It's just going to be winning. You're not going to hear from me. You're not really going to see me that much. If I'm in town, it's because I have to be. And we're going to win. That kind of mindset has been absent, at least from my 30,000 feet observation of Ole Miss for as long as I've lived in this state. You've got people that think you can't win at Ole Miss. There's, hey, just glad we're going to bowl games. Uh, we need to hire this guy because he's an Ole Miss guy. We need to recruit this player because he's from Mississippi. Lane Kiffin showing you that none of those things have to be the case. Just a question, but how many winning seasons at Ole Miss does Lane Kiffin have? I tend to agree, but easy. He's got one. He's coached, he's coached two, two years. seasons, one of which was a 10-year COVID season. What I'm saying, it's a mentality thing. Not that he's not, you know, don't crown him and build a statue for him, but he's showing you that you can do it or, or how you can yeah, act. It, they went 5-5, five and five, including a bowl game win in the COVID season, 2020. 10-game conference schedule. And they went 10-2 and two in the regular season and got beaten in the Sugar Bowl last year. It's a small sample size. Absolutely a small sample size. It's a tiny sample size. But, but the, the way that he has acted and, and talked and carried himself, and the way Keith Carter has invested... I mean, I've only lived here 12 years. You, you two have much longer sample size of this state than me. I've only lived here 12 years. But this is the first time in those 12 years that I thought Ole Miss, for the first time, has a coach and an administration that is actually doing whatever they possibly can to win at the highest level. Mm -hmm. This is the first time in 12 years that I've actually believed that statement to be true. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, from a, my perspective, which is different than y'all's, obviously. But I, you know, I, the first couple of years of freeze, it felt like Ole Miss was doing what they had to do to win. 
Well, the administration then, behind the scenes did not do what it took to keep and sustain Well, I mean, yeah, but my knowledge of that is going to be is limited. Uh, and then, you know, again, it didn't work out in the end, but when you hire a coach like Houston Nutt who had been winning at Arkansas, it felt like Ole Miss was doing what they needed to do to win. Again, it didn't pan out. But I remember when they hired him, I was like, that's a good coach. You know, he's going he's gonna to win. Jump cut here. I love this on the ceasefire text line. Change of subject may be entertaining. I need a boat name. A clever Ole Miss-oriented boat name for a restored navy blue outside, gray inside, 16-foot aluminum center console boat. Please help me name my boat. Admiral Manning. Not Admiral Agbar? No, come on. That wasn't in the Navy. It was, you know, he was in a spaceship. Mm. Not in the world. Admiral Manning. Plus, he was a, he was a, he was a fish, too. What about Hey Diddle Diddle, Uh, here comes Tay Biddle? Oh, come on. I got a belly laugh, Borky. Here we go. (coughs) I didn't expect that. Uh,. <laughs> ah, that's a good one. It Borky looks like he's got something on the tip of his tongue, but he's not quite ready to go. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready yet. I'm, I'm really because boat old names players. have to be clever. It can't just be like Deuce is loose. Nah, I mean, I love Deuce McAllister. Don't get me wrong, but nah, no, nah, it's got to be something. Boat names have. There's got to be a unique twist to a boat name. It's not like naming your yeah. Black Lab Swayze, which there's probably 1,500 Black Lab Swayzes around the state. It's too generic. Hmm. If I were Deuce McAllister right. and owned a boat, I would name it Over the Top because I think he is the best See, going over the top of the pile of any running back in Ole Miss history. That's the kind of thing I'm trying to think of. But I'm not Deuce McAllister. I don't own a boat like Deuce might, and I probably couldn't go over the top of a orange cone. Hmm. Trying to, I'm just looking at famous Ole Miss players and trying to think of, of one that would work here. You could go to your favorite Ole Miss message board and just like start scrolling down usernames. Quincy and, uh, Ida Boat Joe. Ida Boigio? No, Ida Boat Joe in this instance. Because it's a oh, boat. Okay. Um The Kiffin Cruiser. Yeah, but then when he <laughs> you know. Yeah, you need to go with a player. Kiffin Skiffin. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> the showboat. Somebody said, name it Miss Olivia. Okay. That's a good name. That's a good name for a boat. Mm. Freshwater freeze. Oh, jeez. Oh, no. Come on. That's now. awful. That's awful. Ooh, somebody suggested the Pirate Killer should be the name of the boat. Yeah, Are we naming Lane Kiffin's boat now? Or? No, we're naming this guy's boat. Yeah. Somebody says that Lane uh, Kiffin Skiffin is going on the list. Yeah. Mm, somebody suggests you should name it Little Brother. 
or Big Brother. You can join us on the Ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. Wrap up the 4 o'clock hour after this. Interesting column today from Tony Barnhart, who I guess is now writing at Sports Illustrated. I I didn't know that. He's written at a bunch of different places. Um, Some of his thoughts about what's at stake right now for the SEC. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for a low-interest signature loan. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North, Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Why should you trust Coleman Taylor Transmissions for your transmission repair? If you have an issue, I'm the one you deal with. I have a 4.7 rating on Google. It's about as legitimate as it gets. We've been in that location for 50 years. Our company has been in business for 61 years, 62 years this year. We've had the same phone number since 1970. Needing a transmission repaired is never convenient, but with free towing on major repairs, it's a little bit easier. Call Coleman Taylor Transmissions today at 601-355-8526 or go to Coleman Taylor Jackson ms.com do you suffer from allergies sinus or respiratory problems or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business pure air consultants can help as your indoor environmental specialist we clean air ducts install uv lights and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems we offer the most dependable energy star qualified systems in the industry call pure air consultants today 601-939-7420 a proud provider of green home ac systems (laughs) are you feeling it The new degree of comfort. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. 
Twilight Concerts at Renaissance are back. Ratchet Entertainment presents Twilight Concert Series at Renaissance. Saturday, July 9th with J.J. Gray and Mo Fro. Todd and the Monsters. Plus, Jay and the Causeways. Tickets are on sale now at TwilightMS.com. That's TwilightMS.com. Brought to you in part by Southern Beverage, Renaissance, Ridgeland First, and Watkins Construction. Produced by Ratchet Entertainment Group. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay! Let's go. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. Don't hurt yourself. Sports Talk Mississippi. On Super Talk Mississippi. We'll move on from boat names, but there were there were a couple that kind of stood out that came in during the break. So we, we got a message saying, hey, I've got a, uh, a 16-foot center console boat that I've restored. It's painted navy blue on the outside and light gray on the inside. Help me come up with an Ole Miss-themed name. Now, some of these are funny, and some of them are just plain mean. We'll let you decide. The Silver Arch. The Boat of Manning. <laughs> Ask Fred Smoot to name Deuce's boat. <laughs> Money bag. The yacht up north. Burner phone. Corral reef. Okay. Ooh. The escort. <laughs> And then I got this, Independence Bowl. Why? Because it's restored and it's 16 feet. It floats, but do you really want to ride in it? (laughs) That's just mean. Uh That's just mean. Oh, the preppy seaman. 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 Somebody Somebody suggests the network. Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's stop. So, Tony Barnhart. He doesn't actually write it SI. He writes at the Georgia SI offshoot site. Tony Barnhart's been a lot of places. Uh, He just outlines the the storylines, right? The Nick Saban-Jimbo feud, despite all the funny suggestions like putting a boxing ring in the middle of the hotel lobby, there will not be a whole lot said about the recent dust-up between the two. Greg Sankey has seen to that. Yeah, we learned that today, too. Uh, the, the thing is, the, the coaches is what everybody's talking about, right? Oh, who's sitting where and who's going to say what about Nick and Jimbo? It's the ADs that I'm far more interested in. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, the coaches are not voting on the conference uh, scheduling model, right? That's the ADs. Correct. So, I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. Sounds like we're getting three plus six. Yeah. Seems like that's everybody's talking about how that's the more likely option. So, yeah, I, I talked to some people who were actually on the side of you know thinking one point one seven is better eight conference games, and even those people admitted that it's going to nine. Yeah, and. Just a matter of when. And it's probably going to be starting in 2025 when Texas and OU come into the league. You know, I think the 1 plus 7 is better in terms of winning and losing for the schools, but from a viewer, sounds good to me. 
you, you get to play in every stadium once every four years. It, that, that's what I've been talking about for years on this show. Mm-hmm. The schedule's flawed. You, you play in Athens once every decade plus right now. That's not a conference. But, I mean, they got to make movement on NIL discussions and breaking away because that's on the table this week. It's the ADs that are having all the fun convers or the meaningful conversations. The coach is just a, shy, a sideshow because of Nick and Jimbo. Um, article points out that any change to the NIL that will limit what athletes can learn on the free market will be met with a court challenge. The last time the NCAA went to court over limiting what athletes could receive in benefits, it got slam-dunked 9-zip. A high-profile coach from another conference said, the courts have already told us not to come back to them with a case like this. Short of getting an antitrust exemption, I don't see an answer. And by the way, for all of the parroting that we get from Greg Sankey all the way down to, I don't know, Clark Lee, about we need a federal law. Hold on a second. You're telling me that you want Congress to enact a law where they're going to lean on what the Supreme Court has said has to happen. We need a a federal, national, consistent law that Congress puts in place. No, you don't, because you're not going to like it. And you're not going to get it either. Well, you're probably not going to get it, but even if you do, you're not going to like it because it's going to be a law that is written in a way that it would be upheld if challenged by the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court's already told you you can't limit their compensation. So it seems a little dumb to continue to say we need a federal law. Now you need to figure it out on your own or just get over it. Um, Todd Berry of the AFCA said, we can find a sweet spot where we give the players Apple opportunity to change schools, talking about transfer portal, but also give the coach a chance to manage the roster. Okay. This whole would the SEC have its own playoff thing. That seems so far-fetched. And yet, is it? Is it really that far-fetched? For the SEC to say, we're at 16 teams and we're willing to go to 20 or 24. And the Big Ten to say, we're at 14 and we're willing to go to 20 or 24. And then we'll do an 18 playoff from these two 24-team conferences. And then we'll pit the champions against each other. Think that would be profitable? It would print money. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be right back. Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at the Rony's Tree Pros, online at the Rony's Tree Pros.com. Fox News, I'm Ann 
Herrick not guilty for a former Hillary Clinton campaign attorney. Michael Sussman in 2016 went to the FBI, said he had information linking the Trump organization to a Russian bank with Kremlin ties. That information turned out not to be true. But where special counsel John Durham say that Michael Sussman lied was when he told the FBI he was coming in on his own. He actually was representing the Clinton campaign. Fox's David Spunt. Launch rocket systems are headed to Ukraine. President Biden says they will not reach into Russia. Fox's Mike Tobin. The MLRS, or multiple launch rocket system, that they have been requesting is still on the table just with limited range. And that could give Ukraine an advantage on the ground. A quarter of the world's wheat is at risk of rotting due to Russian warships blocking Ukraine ports. Russia has offered to ease the blockade in exchange for a rollback of sanctions. America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live main lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Joe Biden recently addressed the 41-year high inflation rate in a Wall Street Journal op-ed. Jackie Heinrich has the story. President Biden wants everyone to know that he is not ignoring this. His piece in a uh, Wall Street Journal op-ed reiterated some of the same points that we have heard before. It's Putin and the pandemic's fault. Job reports show the economy is actually in a strong place. The U.S. is better off economically than other major economies post-pandemic, and things could be made easier if Congress would just pass his spending plan. None of this, though, is even close to being passed on Capitol Hill. And in fact, the only new notable piece from his writing, uh, the president noted that in the future, we will likely see fewer record-breaking job creation numbers. That's one of the things that the administration often points to as a sign of success. Current gas prices stand at $4.62 nationwide, $4.17 in Mississippi specifically. From Memorial Day to Labor Day, the Mississippi Lottery is about to make summer fun again. There's lots to win from Rectech pellet grills and very cool coolers to watercraft and other hot prizes. You don't have to purchase a thing, but you have to be 21 or over. Go to mslotteryhome.com to sign up to be a lottery insider and receive emails with instructions on how to enter the 2022 Summer of Fun promotion. Have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal to keep our highways safe for everyone thank you and drive safe 
The Atlantic hurricane season officially begins tomorrow and runs through November 30th. In the Pacific, Hurricane Agatha made history Monday as the strongest storms ever recorded to hit shore in May. It came ashore in the afternoon as strong as Category 2, with maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour. Agatha hit some small towns in southern Mexico and produced flooding in the village of San Isidro de Pomar. Four-year college enrollment has been slowly dropping since 2012, but a study conducted by the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center showed it plummeted over the last two years. The nonprofit tracks education data on a national level. According to its figures, enrollment was down by over 1 million students between 2019 and 2021. Community college enrollment has also taken a hit, dropping 13% nationwide. For all things sports, news, and more in the Magnolia State, head on over to supertalk.fm. Here in C Spire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to C Spire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Play the newly renovated Dancing Rabbit. Golf Magazine's The Augusta You Can Play. In the rolling hills of Mississippi, it's one of the Southeast's most awarded destinations. Dancing Rabbit boasts two critically acclaimed par 72 courses, the Oaks and the Azaleas. With great stay and play packages starting at just $143, Dancing Rabbit will quickly become your home away from home. Only at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, a Pearl River Resort destination, Choctaw, Mississippi. Visit DancingRabbitGolf.com to book your tea time. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. How do you like that? I love it. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back with you, 5 o'clock hour, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm and supertalktv.com. Thanks, as always, for being with us as we roll into the 5 o'clock hour. Time for a weekly conversation with Kendall Rogers from D1Baseball.com. You can follow him on Twitter. Great information there. If you're not a subscriber to D1Baseball.com, what are you waiting for? It's not that expensive. The content's great (laughs) beyond just field of 64 projections that – usually are really accurate, and then sometimes they miss because everybody misses. Hi, Kendall. Hey, what's up? Uh, actually, I was just in the middle of doing a Clemson coaching hot board. So in addition to the postseason, it's that time of year as well. It is that time of year indeed. Kendall joins us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com. Go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. So let's just start with didn't really see that one coming. And, of course, I am referring to Ole Miss being in the field. You had them, I think, fifth in terms of outside looking in, and they jumped and appear to have been either the last or next to last team into the field. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest thing when you look at Ole Miss is, you know, I think the fact uh, of being in the SEC. And and here's one thing I'll kind of point out to kind of start things off with. You know, we, we had a couple more ACC teams in our projections than we did the SEC. Well, how did things kind of pan out? 
the two leagues had the same number of hosts and the same number of bids. So I think it was more so a balance thing is the reason why they got in. But at the end of the day, you know, I think the committee looked at Ole Miss and looked at NC State and said, you know what, like, frankly, we think we think Ole Miss is a better baseball team. At the end of the year, Ole Miss is a better baseball team now. I'm not sure where they got got to that point when one team played for the ACC championship and the other went one in Q and Hoover, but that's how they got to that point. So um, at the end of the day, I mean, should they have been in over NC State? Absolutely not. But at the end of the day as well, I, I do think, you know, Ole Miss – the last few weeks of the season played pretty well. They didn't play great in the one game in Hoover, but the you know, AE, even A&M series at home, I thought they actually played pretty well. Uh, you know, they lost the series, but they, they gave the Aggies all they could handle. And I actually think this team's in a pretty good spot. So at this point, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should have gotten in, but at this, this point, there's not much you can do about it. So, uh, yeah. So I, I thought this, I thought today, last week, I might be having a different discussion about Ole Miss baseball than them playing in a regional. I'll put it that way. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's altogether fair, and that conversation isn't necessarily gone for good. We'll see how this weekend shakes out with Ole Miss and, and Coral Gables. I will ask you this, because we've had this conversation as it pertains to the basketball tournament. If mm-hmm. you are one of the last three or four teams that gets in or does not get in, do you really have an argument because you, you had 56 games in the regular season to solidify yeah. your spot, and it's a hard job that the committee has to do. And, yeah, we can we can quibble over the last team in, the first team out, last four, first four, however you want to break yeah. it down. But isn't there really not that much argument, good or bad, if you just barely get in or mm-hmm. you just barely get left out? No, there's not. And you, you know, you don't want to leave it to chance. That's why coaches always say they don't want to leave it up to the committee. They want to, they want to control their own destiny. And, you know, NC State's a prime example. So NC State won four series in conference play. They did not win a series of every team that's in the tournament. So, you know, my buddy, I actually give him a lot of credit. Like he brought up that really interesting data point. Um, I would argue they made up for it in the ACC tournament a little bit. But yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're if you're one of those last few teams in, you know, Dallas Baptist, have they missed the tournament? Uh, you know, the fact that they finished what 14 and 12 or something like that, the Missouri Valley, that would have been the reason they were out. UTSA uh, didn't make it in. They had a great year in Conference USA, but if you look at their non-conference, you know, they played Southern, Little Rock. They did not play very good teams. They're they're non-conference with the schedules in the 200s. Uh, the same kind of goes for some of these other teams that missed. Wofford was the same way. So. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're one of the last few teams in, I mean, it, it kind of is what it is. It, it's a beauty pageant, right? And so, you know, if you're John John Cohen or JRTs or Mike Buddy in a committee room, it's just like, what team do you prefer? And I think this committee, more than any, went well beyond the RPI. I think they went, hey, like, who do we actually think is the better team here? And they landed on Ole Miss. And frankly, I mean, I don't, I don't have an issue with that aspect. Southern Miss hosting in Hattiesburg. I feel like we've been talking about that for the last two months, certainly through the month of April when they played so well. They finish up with the uh, the 11 seed. Interestingly enough, the Hattiesburg Regional is matched up with the Coral's Gable, uh, Coral Gables Regional. LSU is the two. It looks like LSU is a little healthier. Kennesaw State is the three, and Army is the four. The thing that fascinates me the most, if you're thinking about chalk in this regional, the arms of Southern Miss against a healthy offense of LSU. And that, if if both mm-hmm. teams win on Friday, could set up a really, really cool Saturday night at Pete Taylor Park. 
They really could. The thing I would like to see from Ole Miss is I would like to see more offensive production. From Southern you know, I think overall, yeah, for Southern Miss. Did I say Ole Miss? Oh, you geez. did. It's, it, okay. it's been a long last three days. <laughs> I can uh, imagine. Not many, many hours of sleep. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Southern Miss. I think the biggest thing for me is, in, in a lot of, the, frankly, a lot of the games they've lost this year, uh, it's been in games that their offense has been non-existent. When you're, when you're going into LSU, whether you have Hunter Riggins, Tanner Hall, Kirsten Waldrop on the mound, you have got to hit the ball because LSU is going to score runs. And so I think that's a really interesting, you know, regional, you know, keep an eye on Kennesaw State, though. You know, Ryan Coe has done a tremendous job there in year one. He's a former scout. He, you know, he's a player and coach there. Josh Hatcher, speaking of Mississippi State, I'll, I'll throw Mississippi State in the, in the postseason. Um, you know, Josh Hatcher's had a phenomenal year at Kennesaw. I want to say he won MVP of the AC, ASN tournament. So, you know, he goes back to the Magnolia State. And so, uh, you know, don't sleep on those guys. And then you have Army, who obviously they're a hard-nosed club. Jim Foster has done a phenomenal job there. This, I think this is back-to-back trips to the postseason. So, yeah, the Southern Miss did not get an easy draw. But I think I saw somebody mention earlier today that they thought LSU fans would roll into Hattiesburg and run that joint. Uh, I don't think so. We were talking with uh, with Luke Johnson, who hosts a, a show on our Hattiesburg station um, earlier today, and said that there's kind of a concerted effort from Southern Miss fans to buy up as many tickets as they can for the whole place. And you know, you're talking about an all-time yeah. record attendance of six thousand or sixty-two hundred earlier this year. In a lot of ways, Southern Miss will be able to block LSU out if they they want to do that outside the the ticket allotment. I, I don't think it's going to be a purple and gold takeover by any stretch in Hattiesburg. No, I don't think so either. Those people will come out for that. You just got to make sure the ticket code isn't something that people uh, can figure out. I remember a few years ago, uh, the TCU for a super regional they hosted A and M, and they made the they made the code uh, they made the code for like season ticket holders to get extra tickets is like frogs like sixteen. I, th- I think it was like 2016. So they made the code frog sixteen. Well, A and M fans found out about it, and they bought like two thousand tickets that they had held back for their season ticket holders to buy extra tickets. So USM, do not make like your code USM twenty two. Okay, good uh, good advice there. That Coral Gables regional where Miami is the uh, the the six yeah. overall, Arizona is the two, Ole Miss is the three. Of course, those teams met in a, a super regional. Then you got Canisius mm-hmm. as the uh, as the four. How do you handicap that regional? I mean, honestly, I would not be remotely shocked if Ole Miss wins this regional. Uh, here's, a, here's the thing. The question for me is, does Miami throw Carson Palmquist in that first game? If they do, I start to like Ole Miss's chances uh, because I think that I think that they can match up with Carson uh, Ligon pretty well for, for Miami. So the question for me would be, is Carson, Carson Palmquist starting game one? If he doesn't, I think it's very much wide open. I, I just think when you look at this field overall, you know, Arizona, what do they do? They struggle on the mound. You know, Nate Yeski's no longer at Arizona. They've gone back to kind of struggling a little bit on the bump. They can really hit. Chase Davis can hit bombs for them. But uh, they've got question marks on the mound. And I think if, if you're Ole Miss and you can get a strong start of Dylan DeLucha, I think you can beat them. Uh, certainly Ole Miss was, was clicking on all cylinders offensively at the end of the year with Kevin Graham kind of leading the way. So I actually like their chances in the opening game. And from there, it's just about – like, what can they get out of Hunter Elliott or whomever they decide to start uh, against Miami? And who does Miami start? That's really what it boils down to. Because Carson Palmquist at home is very, very good. And the big thing for Ole Miss is, if you're Mike Bianco, you want to 
kind of have them on the ropes late in the game. Because what you don't want to do is be down by a run and then bring in Andrew Walters out of the bullpen. Because, I mean, if you look at his numbers and his track record, it's very good. He's probably the best reliever in college baseball. You do not want them turning the game over to him when they leave. I, I'm just thinking about the biggest storyline in Coral Gables, and it may be weather. Like, there may not be any baseball. Yeah, there's a tropical storm heading that way. Exactly. And 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 then you yeah, get they're supposed to have like rules. three or four inches of rain Friday and Saturday. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to play baseball. I really don't. Play it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. So a few years ago, they had a regional with I want to say it was like Dartmouth, A&M, Miami, and they actually had to play Tuesday morning. But I think Tuesday morning was the absolute latest they would let them play. Okay. So well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know what to do. Do you the... try to move it to Orlando? I, I doubt Miami's going to give that up. Let's press pause on this conversation. we got more coming up with Kendall Rogers. We'll take a quick time out, and then we'll talk about some of the fun storylines in this field of 64. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstadt or online at bennelson.com. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. You've shared half your life together. Built your family and careers together. She doesn't just complete your sentences, she completes you. Isn't it time to tell her you'd marry her all over again? I'm John Ravenstein. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein from Juniker Jewelry Company, suggesting that maybe it's time for that second diamond, the diamond you've always wanted to give her and now can afford. Here at Juniker Jewelry Company, as direct diamond importers, you'll find more certified large diamonds than any other store. Stunning two, three, four-carat diamonds and larger in stock every day at the guaranteed best price in Mississippi. And the diamond professionals to help you create not just her ultimate diamond engagement ring, but a true family heirloom. So when you want to say, I love you, on her birthday, your anniversary, or just because it's time for that second diamond, come to Juniker's. Because she's a keeper. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com. 
The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. Trust Care. Feel better, faster. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now, back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke, completely inappropriate. On Super Talk Mississippi. conversation with Kendall Rogers from D1 Baseball and D1Baseball.com. I should first say, though, if this is the last time we visit this year, maybe we'll talk before Super Regionals as well. Thanks for doing this all season long. It's been really cool to just kind of have this consistent. You got it, man. It's been awesome. Tuesdays, and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I think you know how much college baseball means in the state of Mississippi, and so uh, I know our listeners appreciate it as well. Um, there, there's been yeah, I'll tell, of... tell you what. I don't. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, I, I don't – there are shows that want me to come on every week, and you guys are one of the very few, and a lot of it is because not only your passion, but also just your listeners' passion for college baseball. So thank you to you guys for uh, caring about college baseball that much. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've heard a lot of people say this is Tennessee versus the field, Tennessee mm-hmm. and everybody else. Is there that much separation in your mind between Tennessee as the number one overall seed and everybody else? I think there is, and, you know, they they had some tense moments at the SEC tournament where they were kind of tested a little bit. But, I mean, the thing about Tennessee is if you look at their final game against Florida, you know, Florida's starting Carson Finvold, who, like, honest to God, had to look look up who they were starting. Like, I had no idea who he was. Who's Tennessee starting in game four? Drew Beam, who might be the national freshman pitcher of the year. So that just gives you an idea how deep Tennessee is. Um, They're very deep offensively. They could could pick – Blake Burke or Christian Scott off the bench, and they would not skip a beat. So I think they're deeper than everybody else right now. And there's a reason why, if you look at their RPI by percentage points, they are way ahead of Stanford and Oregon State in the RPI points. And I think they're way ahead of everybody right now. Stanford's probably the only team for me right now where I'm looking at them like, wow, these guys look pretty dang good. Like if you watch the Pac-12 tournament finale, they look phenomenal. What's the most entertaining regional out of the 16 sites, the one that you're like, you know what, I really, really want to see every game that's played? Yeah, I mean, I think you look at Auburn with, uh, you know, Auburn, Florida State, and, and UCLA. I mean, that's a fantastic regional. Obviously, Florida State with Parker Messick and Bryce Hubbard. Uh, you know, UCLA with Max uh, Ratchick and, you know, the job that John Savage has done there. You know, I think you look at, you know, the Hattiesburg Regional for me is really interesting. But overall, the most intriguing for me is Gainesville. You know, Florida was one of those was one of those teams that, you know, you know played well in the conference tournament, became a host, 
and the committee gave them a host. But I'll tell you what, they gave them a heck of a field, too. I mean, Central Michigan is a four seed. You're talking about a team that, you know, uh, for Mississippi State fans, I mean, what was it, uh, two two or three years ago, uh, they were in start rule for regional. They were no slouch. They, they are still no slouch. Uh, Jordan Bishop continues to do a terrific job there. They've got one of the best pitchers uh, in the northern part of the country, Andrew Taylor. And then you look at the two and three, you know, Oklahoma for me uh, might be the second or third hottest team in the country. They went 4-0 at the Big 12 tournament. They're really, really deep on the mound. And then you have Liberty. You gave Florida a team that actually beat them two out of three in Gainesville earlier this year. So I think that regional for me, I could see any team winning that. And actually – I, I include CMU in that. I think Central Michigan is an is an old team. Uh, they're a team that's been in multiple regionals. They're not going to be intimidated by these other clubs. Kendall, I can't help but look at College Station and, and think about the juicy storylines, right? Oral Roberts, traditionally <laughs> a, a good program. Yeah. Obviously, TCU is the program that Jim Schlossnagel built. Kirk Sarlos is a guy, or Sarlos is a guy that everybody knew was going to get that job, even though they went through the charade of a, of a search. And, and then you got Louisiana that's just good every year, and they're competitive, and they swing it, and they can pitch it a little bit, and that, that's a fun one in College Station. Yeah, so the, the big thing for me when I look at this is is the storyline for me and for you know from a team standpoint for A and M is Micah Dallas. So if you remember the Ole Miss yeah. series in Oxford, and really this has kind of been the same way A and M has been all year long. They'll win Friday, they get blown out in the second game. And they come back and win the third game. Well, in a regional, like you don't want that being your recipe for success. Is is basically just you know throwing the second game and just hoping you win the third and fourth game. Um, if you're a And M, you need Micah Dallas to pitch the way he pitched against Florida in the SEC tournament. So that to me is the entire storyline from a on field standpoint. Obviously, off the field, that's a that's a huge storyline when you look at Schlossstegel and Sarlus. Uh, I don't think it was a very uh, overly friendly split uh, between. Uh, TCU and Sauce Nagel, and so he moves on. I can guarantee you the committee committee knew there wasn't a lot of love lost there, and it's hmm. just kind of ironic how that happens. Um, then you have Louisiana. You know, if you remember back in our preseason preview, uh, that was a club that I really, really liked in the fall when I saw them against LSU during fall ball. And it's taken them a while to kind of get their engine going a little bit, uh, but they're playing really, really well. Uh, Will Vayon had a great Sunbelt tournament. Uh, they've got some nice pieces on the mound. Uh, the, the question for me is, you know, can the Schultz kid actually start this week? I, I think he threw 148 pitches uh, last weekend on a start for the Cajuns. So they, they may be down a couple arms this weekend, or at least uh, very limited. If you are in Jim Schlossnagel's shoes, do you throw Micah Dallas in game one against Oral Roberts and then have Detmers to go in, in game two potentially against TCU? I think you do. Because here's my thing, and, I, and I'm kind of this way. You know, somebody's asking me about Lucas Gordon at Texas and, and versus Pete Hansen against Air Force because Air Force has one of the best Friday guys in the country. And the way I look at A&M is if you're A&M you, and, and, you know, and you start Micah Dallas, if you lose and you don't win that regional, guess what? If you're going to lose to ORU with Micah Dallas on the mound, I got news for you. You probably weren't winning that regional to begin with. And so that's how I kind of view things. I was just talking to Kevin O'Sullivan earlier today about, you know, whether or not they're going to start Brandon Sprout against Central Michigan. And I kind of view it the same way. If if you weren't going to beat, uh, you know, if you weren't going to beat Central Michigan with your number two, you're probably not winning that regional anyway. So that's what I would do if I was in. Um, 
What, what, give me the two seed or the three seed that's got the best chance to win a regional. Do, do you go to Statesboro and look at Notre Dame and Texas Tech? Do, do you go to Cor, um, Coral Gables and look at Ole Miss and Arizona? Is yeah. it is it LSU and Hattiesburg? Where, where do you go? Yeah, I think I look at Statesboro. I mean, Notre Dame, I think Notre Dame's going to come in like skating hot. I mean, this is a club that, um, you know, should have hosted. Uh, they go on the road. They've got, they're going to have a little bit of chip, chip on their shoulder this weekend. I think that's going to show in their level of play. But then, then again, you have Texas Tech, who, I mean, they've been here time and time again. And I just think when you look at two programs like that, one who, who went to Starkville last year in a super, and one who's historically just very good in the postseason, I just don't think that's a very good recipe for a team like Georgia Southern, who's hosting for the first time. There's going to be a lot of hoopla around that. So I like one of those two teams. Uh, I would actually put, you know, put uh, Cora Gables, you know, up in the air a little bit. I think Arizona, Arizona Ole Miss, it's all about which one of those teams shows up, right, in terms of their own teams, like which, you know, the bad or the good. Because Arizona, when I saw them at Globe Life opening weekend, looked awesome. Well, Arizona has not been very awesome at times this year. Ole Miss at times this year, particularly down the stretch, has looked very good. Like, hey, like we got it going here. But as we all know, there's been other moments where you're kind of like, you know, hey, let, let's get a new head coach. So, you know, the question is which one of, the, you know, the Ole Miss team shows up. So that's another one. And then the last one for me would be College Park. Again, I kind of go back to the schools who are hosting for the first time. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of uh, limelight that they're not used to. And I look at Maryland with Wake Forest and UConn. You know, Wake Forest had the number six RPI. Nobody really talked about them. And I kind of wonder if Brett Louder and company is going to be pretty motivated. Uh, then you look at UConn, um, their RPI is, is not indicative of how good they are. Uh, they've had a great year. They've been very consistent. And uh, don't be too surprised if UConn won that regional. Great head coach in Jim Penders. Great pitching coach. He's a little crazy. We'll, we'll see oh, what man. it looks like with uh, with UConn. Last thing for you. you He's the man. I love that guy. you got to help me with his name. I just can't remember it. Josh McDonald. That's it. He is so – dude, that guy is so rough around the edges. But like his accent, when you hear him talk, he sounds like he's from like you know the east side of Brooklyn, and like you can you, like when you talk to him, you're like okay, I get it now. Yeah, he is uh, he is a piece of work. Last thing for you, you you deal with fans who are a little crazy. We only got a minute left on this. Arkansas fans are a little uh-huh. frustrated these days. Some of them with Dave Van Horn. Mm. Does this Arkansas team get hot and win in Stillwater, or is this season going to be one that they just want to flush? Well, they looked at Hoover like they were ready to move on and go to summer ball or pro ball. Uh, I, I think they're going to view this as a clean slate. This is a team that has not played very well the entire season. Uh, old, they're they're kind of like Ole Miss. They've Ole Miss kind of turned it on the last three weeks. Arkansas just has not really turned it on all year long. And I've got them going to Omaha. I, I don't have a lot of conviction in that, but I just I just feel like this team's far too talented with far too many leaders to to just kind of flame out in a regional. But if they play like they did in Hoover, they will, they may have a zero and two exit that tournament. Is it crazy that some Arkansas fans are like, you know what? That's enough of Dave Van Horn. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> You know, they, they, they were close. It's almost to as ridiculous as like years five and... years ago. I think I think Ole Miss fans wanted Mike fired after losing in a Super last year. There, there were some. There were some that felt that way. Thanks, Kendall. Appreciate you. I mean, I at, least, I at least get it this year, not last year. All right, guys, be good.
Kendall Rogers from D1Baseball.com joining us on the Farm Bureau phone line as he has all season long on Tuesdays. College baseball's postseason, at least not conference tournaments, but the field of 64. The road to Omaha begins on Friday. We'll be back half an hour left with you on this Tuesday. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 92. Tonight, mostly clear, low around 69. Your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 94. Wednesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 70. Thursday, a slight chance of rain, mostly sunny, high near 92. And for your finally Friday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. When you need an oil change, go see Central Mississippi's oil change specialists at Car Care Clinic Jet Lube. Their 28-point full-service oil change is more than an oil change. You get peace of mind with premium motor oil, preventative maintenance to change, inspect, check, fill, and clean essential components of your vehicle, and upon request, interior vacuuming. Just drive in, stay in your car, and the job is done in just a few minutes. Plus, Car Care Clinic is COVID compliant. Car Care Clinic offers a 10% discount for women every Wednesday, and military, seniors, and offers first responders every Thursday and is your locally owned and operated AAA recommended repair shop in the Jackson Metro, an A-plus member of the Better Business Bureau with ASE certified mechanics. Car Care Clinic has been a trusted business for great service for over 45 years. Visit any of their convenient locations or go to cccjl.com for savings. Car Care Clinic, we want to change your oil, not your schedule. Nobody cares like the Car Care Clinic for your automobile. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. When I got hurt on the field, I thought I was done playing sports. That all changed after my visit to Mississippi Sports Medicine. My super surgeon drew up the perfect game plan. It was my recovery and their game plan that proved the game-winning combination. 20 physicians, 7 subspecialties, 1 focus. You, Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. President Joe Biden recently addressed the 41-year high inflation rate in a Wall Street Journal op-ed. 
Jackie Heinrich has the story. President Biden wants everyone to know that he is not ignoring this. His piece in a uh, Wall Street Journal op-ed reiterated some of the same points that we have heard before. It's Putin and the pandemic's fault. Job reports show the economy is actually in a strong place. The U.S. is better off economically than other major economies post-pandemic, and things could be made easier if Congress would just pass his spending plan. None of this, though, is even close to being passed on Capitol Hill. And in fact, the only new notable piece from his his writing. Uh, the president noted that in the future we will likely see fewer record-breaking job creation numbers. That's one of the things that the administration often points to as a sign of success. Current gas prices stand at $4.62 nationwide, $4.17 in Mississippi specifically. My grandson wants to be a carpenter like me someday, but I'm the one learning when he's around. That's because he's part of the career and technical education program at his school. Construction isn't at all what it used to be. It has less to do with hammers and nails and a lot more with 3D imaging and math equations. No wonder they call it technical education. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Hello, I'm Kenny Francis from Corning, Arkansas. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer, and being selected as Arkansas 2022 Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy, and they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. To the sports. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Leading up to the start of the uh, the postseason for college baseball, we're 95 days away until the start of the college football season, and we're also not too terribly far away from the Sanderson Farms Championship, which will be the week of September 26th through October 2nd. But now is the time to be thinking about uh, getting involved from a sponsorship standpoint. If you've got a business that uh, is interested in being a sponsor or you've got clients that you're looking to entertain or perhaps you want to uh, reward your employees, you could uh, you could do something like join in at the Trophy Club on the 8th green at the Sanderson Farms Championship. Guests can relax in an open-air shared setting while enjoying all-inclusive food and beverages or you can build a custom package, get an exclusive custom sponsorship package for the Sanderson Farms Championship, including tickets, venues, branding. They can customize your perfect package. Visit them online, uh, sponsorsfc.com. Again, that's sponsorsfc.com if you want to be involved. 
tomorrow. Sounds like uh, a great place to broadcast from, Richard. I got to be honest. Can't wait, man. Wait, you know, what? The, yeah, the we, we need club? to. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, let's let's uh, yeah let's make that happen. Okay. And Borky's our uh, he's our Sanderson Farms championship guru. Maybe we need to put him to work. On. He's our liaison there. Make it happen, Borky. Well, if you wanted me to do it, I would put us every day on the course, like you know, at a hole somewhere, and we would have to get wet when the group was putting. We'd have to really talk like this. And then, Hello, friends. Sports Talk Mississippi. See, that would be fun. That, that's what I'm going to position us towards, is being on the course. Or, or... During play. You, you've got Golf Channel television coverage. You've got PGA Tour radio coverage. We could put Borky in one of those, uh, you know, antenna-style headsets with the belt pack and have yes. him roving on the course during the three hours that we're on the air. Honestly, it's a great you idea. You and I need we, to be up we, in, like, a, the roost... We've yeah. got the software to do that as long as the internet's okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Now, it could be that there's some rights holder issues for having on-the-course reporting while it's going on, but we'll see. I mean, it's not like we'll have... I mean, we'll be talking mostly football that week because it's football season, so it's not like I'm going to have the camera turned and like telling you about Sam Burns' putt on 8 on Thursday afternoon. It'll be more of like an ambiance kind of thing. We're going to visit with Steve Gent in the next week or two. We we need to uh, pitch this idea to him. He'll be like, yes. hey, yeah, that's a that's a great idea. That's not going to work, guys. Sorry. Oh, he'll work something out for us, though, I think. He, he's a very forward-thinking kind of guy. He'll be really nice about the way he rejects us, but, you know. You won't even know you're rejected. It's like uh, that scene in Parks yeah. and Rec where Ann didn't even realize that uh, Chris broke up with her because he's so nice. It'll, it'll yeah. be like one of those. Yeah. We'll have to run it back and think, oh, he said no to us. By the way, you were saying 95 days until college football, all that. Mm-hmm. 100 days until the NFL season begins. Nah, who cares? <laughs> I'm kidding! Tens of we'll millions do... of people around the country, I mean, aside from them. We'll do 32 teams in 32 days, starting soon. You can uh, join Super Talk Mississippi's Gerard Gibbert on location tomorrow for the ribbon-cutting for the Center for Applied Engineering on the campus of Oxford High School, the celebration of career technical education in the Oxford School District. If you want to uh, stop by and see them tomorrow, it's uh, Oxford High School on Charger Loop, just east of Highway 7 at the Sisk Avenue exit. You take that Sisk Avenue exit, you go east all the way up to the top of the hill. Oxford High School is on your left. You can also join Gerard on Thursday, June 2nd, as he broadcast live from the Civil Rights Museum in downtown Jackson, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., hosted by Empower Mississippi. It's Unleash Mississippi. They'll be talking with state and national leaders about tackling the Magnolia State's biggest challenges. Speakers include the governor, Tate Reeves, Speaker of the House, Philip Gunn, and many others to focus on these challenges. The event will be held Thursday, June 2nd, at the two museums, Civil Rights Museum, and will begin at 1 p.m. Tickets are free, but they're going fast. You can register to attend today at Empower ms.org um if you go to that remote if you go to that remote at oxford high school if you drive past the richard cross statue you've gone too far no it's actually not there um because the high school where i went to high school is now the middle school and so the statue is Uh, right outside the football field i got you i got you yeah okay yeah 
Actually, it's not right outside the football field. You've actually got to go into the men's room and then take a left into the third stall, and it's on the cor- in the corner there. That That's where the, the, the Richard, statue is. The Richard Cross, not memorial, but the Richard Cross stall. Uh, uh, unless they've moved it into the maintenance shed a little bit farther back. And Hey, you know what? <laughs> My faith in humanity was bolstered this morning. You know, there are not a lot of reasons to uh, to have faith in humanity these days until you see something and you're like, you know what, I'm tired of hearing about kids being lazy. So today was day one of summer cross-country practice for the middle school. And my daughter is on the cross-country team now. So at, uh, at 7.25, I dropped her off for her first 7.30 practice, and I, uh, I walked up the hill. Uh, because they were kind of over track concession stand area. That's kind of where they were all meeting before more practice began. And first day, I just walked her up and wanted to introduce myself to the coach and uh, whatever else. There were probably 150 students. And I think this is probably happening all over the state of Mississippi. It's changed dramatically since I was in high school 23 years ago, whatever it was, when I graduated. And probably, hey, Dad, since you graduated, and Borky, since you graduated in South Carolina as well, my guess would be that it's changed. The, the off-season programs are intense, and they're not optional. Now, they let kids go on vacations and go to summer camps. They understand that it's summer. You had the entire high school football team working out. You had cross-country teams and track teams. They were all getting after it. And, I mean, I was thinking... We're like two weeks into summer vacation. Kids are sleeping in, waking up, eating bonbons or donuts or whatever, and you know, watching whatever on YouTube. And that was not the case this morning. I mean, you had a ton of kids. By 7.30, we're in full-on, head-to-toe sweat, getting after it. And I thought, hey, people need to see that when they talk about, oh, lazy, addicted to their phones. And, oh, some of those things are true. But you got a bunch of kids that are busting it all over the southeast, all over the state of Mississippi with off-season programs, and it's not just for high school football. And I thought that was really, really cool to see. So, tip of the cap, all over the state of Mississippi to the middle school and high school students who are putting in the long hours starting in May and June and going through July to get ready for their sports seasons that don't begin until August or September, or in some cases even later than that. So, really, really cool. I kind of have those moments every time I take my kid to one of the parks around here. There's yeah. always... It, kids his age still don't really like play together, so it's always older kids that take an interest in him. Like if he's on top of a slide and like for whatever reason hesitating, an older kid will like sit next to him and like help him down the slide and stuff. I, it, it always reminds me, or push him out of the way so they no. Can go. See that that does <laughs> not happen, man. It's it, it's maybe I'm just lucky with where I live. I don't know, but the. The the seven to ten year olds that go to the same parks that we do, every single one of them is like extremely out of their way nice to my two and a half year old. So always and I always just get reminded, kids are gonna be all right. They are. They absolutely are. Meanwhile, Hey Dad was mad that I was like awake and moving at seven forty five when I called you guys this morning. I, I, You're like, what are you doing? You're like one of those old guys that like goes to Hardee's every morning and is there at 6 in the morning drinking coffee and reading the newspaper. 
My wife would disagree. No? She she would say okay. I'm hard to get up out of bed in the morning. So, um... Gotta go ahead and make a note here. Two hours and 47 minutes into the show. Just hate it. writing that down. Hey, I just lost his job. You're, you're, he's 12 years old. Oh, God, in the morning. I'm just going to let you sit there and laugh for a minute. It's like the soundtrack of Sportstalk, oh. Mississippi. Hey, that belly laughing. Oh, man. That was not your best moment. Ah. Ah, I thought I was going to believe. I, uh, never mind. <laughs> let's move just move on. on. Just, just Please, let's move just do on. That. Only... Borky clip that for me, though, if you don't mind. You got a, you got a commercial break coming up, and then six and a half minutes, and then... Ease on into uh, preparation for Wednesday's show. We we are going downhill fast on this one. Though. It's not like a we thing, man. It's the... a you thing. It's a, you're you're the only twelve year old. It's okay. It's all right. You laugh. You're laughing right now. Look at your face. Tenth grader Brian Haydad. <laughs> Don't you dare put it all on me, Richard Cross. Ceasefire text line. My wife is even laughing at Hey Dad's belly laugh. <laughs> she heard what he said. Sports talk, Mississippi. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. It's your normal congestion downtown Jackson, otherwise the interstates 55, 20, and 220 all running clear. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Carter Jewelers was established 172 years ago in 1849 and is recognized as one of the oldest surviving businesses in the nation. One of the reasons for this 172-year miraculous survival has been our commitment to quality. Today we've stepped up our game and we're producing what we believe and know is the best quality diamond and gemstone jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. I'm going to say that again. Carter Jewelers is producing the best quality diamond jewelry ever made and we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. Carter Jewelers has been voted best jewelry store for the last three years by the Jackson Free Press. Trade-ins are welcome, 18 months interest-free financing and no credit check financing. Carter Jewelers is located downtown Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. I'm Michael Guest. To get America back on the right track, we must return to conservative policies and principles. That means protecting our constitutional rights, liberties, and freedom. Getting government out of the way so our economy can grow. To stop inflation and bring down prices. I'm honored to serve as your congressman, and I'm asking for your vote on June the 7th. With your support, we will put America first, now and for our children's future. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. 
Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. People say things change, but in Mississippi, good things don't change. They change everything. Back when a blues musician picked up a guitar and struck a chord with the world, the Citizens Bank was making life better in Mississippi communities. Now we're in every corner of the state, changing banking to be more in yours with accessible lenders, more product choices, and always the latest in digital banking. After over a century, changing to local sounds better and better. Member FDIC. This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. I would like to share some news with you today. Mississippi Industries for the Blind has cleaning chemicals and products to keep your business or even your home clean and safe. Our U.S.-made cleaning products are safe, user-friendly, and come with no harsh chemical odors, just a clean, fresh scent. There's no waste with these pre-measured packs. They're a great way to help your bottom line. Would you like to know more? Please contact MIB at sales at msblind.org. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Go beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi. One last time, coaches have broken up their meeting in uh, in Destin. Not a whole lot. Uh, Alabama coach Nick Saban has reiterated his stance on NIL reform. It says, I didn't say anybody did anything wrong. I guess that was earlier today. Uh, Lane Kiffin says that the SEC coaches meeting was, quote, pretty normal. Uh, Barrett Lee also tweets that the SEC only playoff proposal was designed for leverage, regardless of what is said publicly. We all know that, right? That makes sense. But but there yeah, is this. That makes sense. Yeah, but what if? But what if they did that? So maybe it maybe it generated it's, some leverage. It's like a worst case scenario kind of thing, right? I mean, it's it's you know the, it's the big bomb basically. It's like, yeah. all right, we, we just simply can't make everybody else fall into line. We're going to have to do this. Brian Kelly says that um, Jimbo Fisher and Nick Saban 
did not actually wrestle in the SEC coaches' meeting uh, meeting room? Well, that's a shame. Uh, Greg Sankey says that he expects the scheduling format for the SEC to be decided sooner rather than later, but not necessarily this week, and said the idea of an SEC-only playoff wasn't originated as a threat and it isn't intended as a threat. Okay, Greg. Okay. Maybe not threat, but... Uh, warning? If those are two different things, they are two different things. A warning is, if you do this, I will do this. A threat is, I will do this. Right? Yeah, that mm-hmm. feels good. That feels grammatically correct. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would agree with that. So technically, you're saying? Yeah, technically, it's not a threat, but if I were the rest of college football... I would listen to, to that. And, and here's a little more of what he said. We have to think about what happens when the current playoff contract runs out because after 2025, there is nothing. Literally nothing. It was not created as a threat. It is not intended as a threat. Yeah, see. It's posturing, I think. I mean, you, you would know better than me. You, you've got the, the good sourcing that I don't have, that feels like it's posturing. For some reason, I can't help but but think that we are headed towards another round of conference realignment, which really, truly separates college football. I think that's where this is headed. I think that the understanding that there are two leagues in college football that are set to make an insane amount of money in television dollars uh, very similarly to a professional league, that kind of money, separate from even the other three Power Five leagues, so separate that they're not even going to be in the same atmosphere, it, that day is going to come, I think. You're going to have more expansion. The conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC that are financially viable to that degree are going to add a handful of teams, and they're going to stage their own thing and, and separate. I think that's where this is headed. Uh, There's another quote that I saw just a second ago that kind of stood out. Um, I don't know. We'll unpack some of this tomorrow. All but confirmed that divisions are going away in the SEC, which is understandable, uh, completely understandable, right? Yeah, there's no other way. If you're going to the nine-team schedule. Right, right. Yeah. Um. We'll see where it goes. I mean, this is there, there's some some big stuff that they're going through. Ross Dellinger, maybe a little more context, asked about the possibility of the S. Oh, I know what it was. There was a quote where he said that um, the SEC would examine. And, and be engaging in the idea of an eight-team playoff if there were no automatic qualifiers. <laughs> I you love think? it. I love it. Because Greg Sankey knows the Big 12, for example, they don't want that. Not on board. Yeah. Doesn't make any sense for them. No. But they made, they made this bed. They get to lie in it now. Literally. 
which the Big 12 would say, hold on a second, now we were on board with going to 12. <laughs> it was the alliance of very, very, very good friends that were not. The SEC, though, is going to be literally okay with any playoff format because they're going to thrive in it. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. For Michael Borky and the always sophomoric Brian Haydad, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 3.06. Good night. Mississippi Media Production.